Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano. I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mush, and Swag oh. Jeff. Take it away, guys. You know what I did? What I didn't do? play the intro video. <laughs> I just played the audio of it. Oh, yeah. They yeah, you sure did. Anyways, thank you, Brett Musburger. Thank you, <laughs> you wow. Brett Musburger, and welcome to... Well, uh, good thing I didn't pick my nose. Yeah, or I know, right? I was just thinking that, yeah. And good good thing we didn't say anything stupid, because yeah. normally our mics are off during the intro, too. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Yeah, we... Dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> you are kidding. Jeez. Hey, and speaking of that, we've got a new intro coming for you guys very, very soon. Oh, yes. We have, uh, we've workshopped, as the kids say. We have storyboarded. <laughs> we have planned our shots. Oh. Are, the, are the kids saying all that? I'm telling the, you, man. We're going all hey, Spielberg with Murph this thing. Murph knows. Don't question Murph. I'm Murph not, knows I'm not what questioning. I'm just asking. I'm not in touch <laughs> with the kids. Well, I am. <laughs> It's only because I got a couple. <laughs> and they're like, this is what this means, Dad. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. So here we go. So here we go off the dome, as the kids say. All right. Uh, uh, episode, <laughs> episode number 278 of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live here on January 4th. We appreciate you very, very much for joining us. Everybody, all of our good friends that are in the chat room. Uh, let's see. We got uh, at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, Ebony Graves is in there. Wyoming Raider is in there. Tyrone Graves is in there. Mr. Arch Nemesis is in there. Chris Wood is in there. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Tiderator is in there. Uh, Hooligan Nation is in there. Kill Jadis is in there. What's up, brother? Uh, Bam Raider. What's up, Bam? Hey, Bam. Uh, Bam, president of Music City Raider Nation, where we're going to host a watch party with those good folks uh, here in the fan cave on Saturday, and look forward to that as we beat the shit out of the Chiefs. Uh, Raider Craig yeah. is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, let's see. JB is in there. Of course, we mentioned Ty to Raider. Uh, so many of our good friends. We appreciate you very, very much for joining us for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, we've got... To say we've got a lot to get to tonight would be an understatement, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it over quick here uh, to, to the other folks that are rounding out the, the three-person booth here in the fan cave, and I'm going to start off with the gentleman that adorns the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk to my right, and where I always forget to bring his new uh, thing up, but I've got it now, I've got it now, here we go! My best friend and yours, Swag Jeff! Silent and profiling! Hey, Jeff. Hey. I like your shirt, bro. 
I love I'm, that shirt. I bet you do, yeah. <laughs> uh, those of you on the audio, I'm, I'm rocking Michelle yeah. tonight. You gotta lean the other way, Jeff. You yeah. keep leaning in there your mouth. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so if someone wanted to get that or any other said RFR merchandise, please, as the Sultan of Swag, as the kids call you, yes. please let them know where they can find it. Absolutely. Stuff. So RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. You click the t-shirt link, it will take you straight to our T Public page. Much respect to T Public. But yeah, you can get all of our stuff, all of our different logos and stuff, except the Christmas one, because I just took that down because it was for a limited time only. But I'm about to drop some merch this week. Oh, man. I'm about oh, to what? Drop Are we swag, dropping some dude. new stuff? Can't new swag, wait. man. And for anything else, just so I can have four new things to buy. But there's some badass logos coming. Is there? Man. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. What yeah. are we working with? You want to tease it up or what? No, hell no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Oh, no, right. just go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear or wait about a week and a half when I'm rocking it on one of the next episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, okay. so yeah. So, so, yeah. So, stay tuned for that. There my, okay, I'll get. Okay, I'll give. Uh, you come a, on, give us a little. I'll something. give you a little something. If you like Budweiser, you're gonna like this shirt. Oh, that yeah, one. That one is freaking cool, man. And, and, it, and if you like, and if you like our uh, our totally original, not busting with the boys mm. shirt. No, the not lightning at all. shirts. We have but no if, but if you only like one of us in particular. <laughs> There's, you got as the kids say, you got options. Right. You, got you options. got options here. You, you got know? options. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So stay tuned for that. But yes, I'm so excited to be here. So excited to talk about this game. It may be the most excited I've ever been to talk about a loss. Mm. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Abs- yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So so uh, so twenty dollars uh, <laughs> to the One Nation Foundation. Where uh, all that said. All the money that we get selling the T-shirts, direct donations, all that stuff goes to the One Nation Foundation. We so do not make money on this show. We do not make money on this show. We realized that we could make money a few years ago, and we decided we, decided we wanted to give every bit of that away. So the One Nation Foundation, we started that a couple years ago, and so we're, we're able to present checks to the Bolitnikovs and you know support different uh, different Raider related charities stuff like that. So so each and every dollar that we get goes to the One Nation Foundation on your behalf. So Stacy Ruffin there with a twenty dollar donation hey, to the One Nation Foundation, and always read what they write whenever they yeah, give this. It says this one's for David Car- David Carr's retirement from <laughs> NFL Network Fund. You know, yeah, hey, man, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I got I got a twenty for that too. Yeah, yeah. me too, yeah. me too. So, uh, so hey, so we don't do the show alone. Heck no, we don't. No, absolutely not. So, to my right at the southern annex of the western annex of the Murphs Fan Cave b- desk, my best friend and yours. <laughs> Michelle Swear! Hey, hey, let's take a look at my shirt. No, wait, this one. Oh, the other way. There you go. Oh, the LA, LA Raiders. Baby. That's Let's sick. Go. Right. That is sick. Which is the origin of your fandom. That's right. It sure is. Absolutely. Yeah. And that might be a tease to something we're doing here in a oh, few weeks. A little teaser. Oh, you know, nice. I won't I won't say much. I won't say much, but I'll say a little and I'll say that that is a tease. It's a tease. Absolutely. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna, gonna love it. We're going to do a little bit of a... So we, we always d- detach ourselves from the actual Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. because the Raiders are never That's in right. it. That's right. So we always detach ourselves from the actual Super Bowl, especially <laughs> like the one year when it was the Chiefs and the Niners. Oof. And so we did our Super Bowl protest show and all we did was talk about Star Wars the whole time. Right. And so we're going to do another protest show, but... We're going to theme it very, very much about the Raiders. And so just stay tuned. And and as Michelle said there with her Los Angeles Raiders shirt, as she's yeah. adorning there, that is definitely an, an indicator of where we're going to go with it. So uh, <laughs> so definitely stay tuned for that. Um, and just to, for a little housekeeping while we're on it. Sure. We're taking off next week. Oh, we are. We're going to take yes. a break. 
We're going to have a lot to say tonight. We're going to get two weeks worth of show out tonight. I promise you, Raider Nation. So uh, so we're going to take next week off, and then we'll be back, and then we'll probably be off, and then right. we're going to do a Super Bowl show, and then we'll probably be off again. And So anyways, we're going to kind of bounce around for yeah. a little bit. It's almost off-season time for us. It's almost off-season time where we go every time. other... Uh, so unless like some really major, major thing starts to go down or whatever, which we don't anticipate at this point, frankly, sure. it will. Um, but we would always jump on for a quick show for something like that or do a pre-record thing or something for you. But anyways, for the most part, uh, look for us, not next week, but the week after. Right. Uh, but as always, here on uh, on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find us each and every week right here. And uh, you can also find us on the audio podcast, and that is on any audio podcast service. So you got Stitcher, you got iHeartRadio, you got Apple Podcasts, you got Google Podcasts, you got Spotify. Amazon Music. Amazon Music. You got Pandora. Um, anywhere that hosts a podcast, you can find us. You can ask your internet connected device, and I won't do that to you because, and I won't do that to myself because often when we ask it around, <laughs> it ruins here, the show. It ruins the show <laughs> it and it shuts starts, everything down. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, but ask your internet connected device to play Raiders Fan Radio, and you can find us that way. And so we appreciate you that join us on the audio and, and do us a solid. So as Jeff mentioned, all the money we make around here, we give it away, right? And we do make money with advertising. So even if you can't monetarily donate to the foundation or buy merch or any of that stuff. Just give us a like, give us a subscribe, hit a, hit the bell, do all that stuff. The kids say, just do that to help out the show and amplify it. Tell your Raider friends about us. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because that definitely helps the show. So if you're watching us live here and we love our live viewers so very much, and, and we've seen our growth on our channel uh, this year, and we're so incredibly thankful for you for all that have been here a long time. Mm -hmm. And all the, all those of you that are new to Raiders fan radio, if you, but if you've watched us and listen uh, here, subscribe on the audio podcast still though yeah. too please just do that favor if you don't listen to it just no. subscribe well, to it download because yeah exactly so when you so when you subscribe you have the option for the auto download and that really helps us out with our numbers and stuff so we can give more money to the one nation foundation i've reached out to a couple different companies this week actually to potentially we might potentially have some sponsors yeah, um, the corporate more, sponsorship more of them, yeah more of we're them gonna in. lock one of these down this year well, and if we lock one, we'll lock four. Amen. Because yep. that's typically yep. how it goes. If you're in the sales business, if you if you nail one account, it's it's a it's a <laughs> snowball effect, yeah, man. Absolutely. You start you start getting a bunch of them. So so and and all that is because of the support that you guys give each and every single week. Uh, you know, yes, the numbers go up. That means more people wants to be a part of what we got going on. So uh, so yes, yeah, so hey. Each and every episode. Speaking of numbers. Speaking of numbers. So oh, before, before nice. I before I do that, I do want to highlight something because we were talking about the T public stuff. Yeah. So Ron in the chat goes, "Hey, uh, hey, when are you guys gonna <laughs> debut the uh, the DA slash QB TBD shirt?" <laughs> so yeah. So if you have the the DADC shirt, you know that that one might have to be. What about the as well. QBTB shirt or QBTB twelve shirt? Oof. Uh, I'll, I'll take DADS. I'm going to need an off-season to get prepared for that. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> and it may be DADS. Could be, yeah. What? DADS or DADS. JS. Yeah. We can, we, we. That one I, I can handle. We do number, or no, no, wait, wait, we do, what, I can't even say it's, it's an alphanumerica. So, Jeff, give us your number first. <laughs> yeah, so Jeez. we talk about numbers this sometimes a, and shit, you Boy, know? we just ran yeah. into the wall yeah, four absolutely. times. <laughs> Holy Jeez, cow. my gosh. Holy cow, we need to just hit contact info here in a minute. I'm telling so, you. So, hey, so each and every Lord week I take mercy. a significant moment within Raider Nation. I'm sorry, audience, anybody that's listening to us. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, apologize. Murph is sorry. I apologize Murph on Jeff's sorry. behalf. No, not on my behalf. 
I'm freaking crushing it this episode uh, so far. I apologize on Michelle's behalf because she has to listen to us, idiots. It really makes him stand yeah. out. It really I'm is. I'm the star of this show so far. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, hey, so each and every week, I take a significant moment within Raider Nation, related back to the episode Jackass. number. And I don't think I did one last week. You we mother. didn't. Uh, so, uh, I thought we did. No, nah, well, I think I kind of made up one on the fly. Yeah, you okay. made one up on the fly. Yeah, yeah. So, and true, I, yeah. you know, and, and it's not T. Hum's fault, but he forgot to send oh, it. Oh, it is. You know, so, so we're going to make so up we for blame it. him. So, so I'm going to give you. You blew it. it. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, so, hey, so 277, which was last week. Yeah. And it's a good one, and that's why I got to highlight it. Okay, all right. So, the ahead. legendary Willie Brown. Oh, please, yeah, yes. Great. Came to the Raiders 1967. Played with the Raiders for 67 until his retirement in 78. During his career, he had a total of 39 interceptions, which he returned for 277 oh, yards. That's a good one. That's a solid one, man. The legend. It's really good. The freaking legend. Absolutely. So this week, so episode 278. So we're going back to 1984. Okay. 1984. Oh. Yeah. 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 So just coming one. off of our third Lombardi, Let's the go. Raider defense is one of the best Raider defenses that we've ever had. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Howie At- Long, Matt Millen. I mean, you totally. could go on down you the line. You could go on and on and Hayes on. Hayes and Haynes right there. Greatest corner duo in the history, in the history of, the of the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, so they had the second lowest point total allowed. During the season. Okay. And this was the second lowest during a 16-game season. They only allowed 278 points all season. Wow. Interesting. Good one. Okay, so I'm going to do the quick math because do you have the average points per game then? I do not. All right, so let's go 278 uh, divided by 16. That's 17 points a game. Oh, yeah. dang. You're only allowing 17 points a game, and you got, oh, yeah, Marcus Allen on offense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and I wonder Cliff how many Branch games Derek would have won. Oh, he, oh yay, hey, gosh, hey. Too soon, maybe. Dang, Jeff. You, just, you come Was out it too quick. soon? Well. It, too late, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe. No. Oh, oh come geez. for me. They're coming oh, for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we just lost four subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, so speaking um, of which, does, wait, <laughs> no, hold on. Okay, Hi, we're, no, oh, we're almost there. Don't worry, we're we're almost there, Michelle. It's almost. It's, we it's do almost, go into the show. It's almost AJ Cole corner. <laughs> okay, uh, I want to highlight Tyrone Graves in there with the two dollar donation. Absolutely. Says Happy New Year, Raider Nation. Happy oh, New Year yes. to you too, Tyrone. We appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely, the respect. first RFR of 2023. There we go. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. So let's go ahead and hit the uh, contact info, Swago, and uh, let's talk about the Raiders. Okay, let's do it. You guys will talk about the Raiders. We have the last couple Woo! of weeks. You guys know hey, this. Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut, shut up. up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. 
Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Good. Oh! oh! Damn. That couldn't have been any Holy better. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, my, my gosh. Gosh, I got chills. That was like wow. one voice. That was wow. That was almost as good as Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang, y'all. Holy cow. You remember that when, when James good. Brown would be like, hit me, and they go, bam, and the whole band would do it at one time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he go, hit me three times. They go, bam, bam, bam. That's what we just did. That's what, That's we, just what did. we just did. Oh, my God. We're gosh. James Brown's band. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was awesome! All that's right, good, that's good. all right, good stuff there. There's a lot of people that are new to the show going, "What the <laughs> what? f are these people doing?" <laughs> they it's, took an edible, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, so um, okay, so here I want to give respect to my wife. Who's if you're in the chat, she's she's throwing shade at another content creator. Oh, and I love that about I her. I love okay, that all right, about her. Right. Love that about her. All right. All right. So here at the t- top of the show, uh, we like to give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. There's nothing wrong with those Hell things. No, but uh, yeah, we're time. We like to give a little bit of respect. Murph. Swaggy J. Gosh. Nation. It's time for a little respect. You know, Respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. show like this seriously oh. during the offiest of the off season offiest of the off season yeah yeah for sure <laughs> are so fucked up. Damn. I had to oh, take mine gosh. off. I had to take my glasses off. All right. Off. Hey, so so uh, yeah. much respect in the chat to, uh, oh, I don't know if, if it's, is it Firas Tahir? 
Oh. In the chat. Yeah. yeah. Is that, is okay. that how you, I don't know how you pronounce it, but uh, but he just gave a thumbs up. It's first time. Uh, oh, first time in. thank so, you yeah. so much. So, Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you. Please so don't very, very unsubscribe much. after <laughs> yeah, tuning, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. tuning in and finding us doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, Miss Ebony says that shit cracks me up. So that's oh good. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right. Okay. You guys want to talk about the Raiders and we're not going to talk about them yet, but I promise we will here in a minute. But um, all of our goofiness and frivolity and totally. silliness and all that shit aside. Um, First off here in the respect segment, um, I want to give respect and all the prayers in the world, of course, to DeMar Hamlin and the Hamlin family. And, you know, um, you know, this, I don't even know where to go. I mean, I'll just say that the entirety of the football world is with this young man, the entirety of the football world. You've heard all the different points of discussion and all that. I would just say this, that like, I, I think, when we all get into the conversations that we have had around the whole Derek thing and even the car family and all that kind of stuff, a moment like this, like it resets my brain mm. and it makes me realize what's truly important. And when you're sitting there on the couch and you're watching Monday night football and you witness what you think may be a young man, a 24 year old guy lose his life on the field. When you see Josh Allen's tears, you see, you know, all the coaches and the prayer circles and you see those kinds of reactions and it just resets my brain and makes me realize that like this shit doesn't matter. And like, and we can have all the venom and all this stuff that happens on social media and we can disagree with each other. None of that freaking matters. What matters most is your family, obviously your well being and your health, all those things. And like, and it sounds dopey and cliche, but like, like but this it's just, not, re- but it's it just not. really like it was just like a freaking smack in the face compared f- going from what we had already gone through from our communications to then collectively doesn't matter what team you root for doesn't matter what players you root for the collective of not only the NFL but football families pulling together and yeah. like f- having their heart go out to this young man and what he went through and it just I don't know I mean thank goodness we've got great reports today mm-hmm. that yeah. he's that he's he, he's healing and and mm-hmm. uh, my girl Valerie you hear me mention her all the time she's a registered nurse and, and a medical professional and talked a lot about like what this what happened on the field and what we saw and like it's literally like the most minute chances of something like this happening yeah. that it's there's the way that your heart beats there's one like millisecond in there where when it takes an impact it can stop it And so, like, that's what happened. Like, we saw a completely freak thing happen. And so, anyways, I don't even know where to go. I have so many thoughts and emotions, as I'm sure so many people do. So I'm just going to stop talking and I want because I want to hear from you all because I could ramble about this all night because it's just, I don't know, it it hits you in such a, such a, I don't know, human level. It's just, I don't know, swag. Yeah. Go up, please. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with that. You know, it's, it really... I mean, you see, you see everyone come together. Yes, you got you know the rivalries don't matter at that point. Right. The game doesn't matter at that point. And yeah, kudos to the NFL for <sighs> just being like, no, we're not going to play. Yeah. F Skip Bayless and Dude, all the way forever, forever. For sure. Yeah, and he is, and you know, if you still watch Undisputed. I don't know why you yeah. would, but uh, Shannon but, Sharp but ain't Shane, even going to watch it anymore. Well, he came back today, so yeah, Shannon Sharp came back today. And Skip is still acting like an ass, man. Ah, just like, so like, kind of standing behind yeah. his yes. tweet. Yeah. Like, we, we, everyone just took it the wrong way. Did everyone take it the wrong way, or, or maybe you just you're a, just yeah. an insensitive yeah. ass? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Almost got me Ser- Seriously, <laughs> but you know, but but it's so great to see because not. I mean, 
every i mean and i know social media like isn't a big deal but like to see all these people unify on social media like the raiders twitter picture right now is a pray for demar mm, yeah you know all that stuff and like and not even just the nfl like nba has yeah. done that and mlb and like all and like nh like all these teams of sports have come together to like pray for this guy and Dan Orlovsky is it Orlovsky dude that was strong like, yeah. strong man like oh, you don't yeah. you don't openly praying yeah. on yeah. ESPN yeah. You man see, you don't you just don't see that yeah. and, and especially you know, on as, ESPN especially on ESPN and as a Christian man like myself and 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 like you guys as well like like it almost like almost brought me to tears yeah. like and you know I, I didn't watch it live but like I saw it on Twitter and like and it happened and like immediately my heart was just like i bowed my head and i prayed with him like mm. holy cow like this is you know i mean kudos to everyone that has come together to support this guy and you know and and our thoughts and prayers are with him for sure yeah yeah i think it's like it was a really good reset for a lot of people i think because you get so caught up in the game and i mean i'm watching the game thinking oh, we should be playing you know like we should be playing at this level you know like i'm thinking and then bam that happens and lamont and i were watching and I immediately, like, you could tell that this was way different than anything that we'd ever seen, you know, on TV. So I turned to Lamont and I'm like, God, what did we just, what is happening? Because they just kept going to commercial break and they just kept going. And it really almost immediately just completely reset you to go, oh, okay, this is, should be a game. It should be fun. It shouldn't, this should, this is so heavy. And it really kind of brings you back to almost reality you know, mm -hmm. that it's just a game and it shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't be fighting on Twitter and, you know, cussing each other out. You know, like it's just it's it should be fun and it should be a game. And it really was a reset. And I immediately started praying that he would get up because I that's usually what you see. You know, you see the thumbs up, you know, going out the, right, right, you know, right, on right. the card or whatever. And it just kept progressively getting more heavy. And I just thought, oh, God, I don't know how this is going to play out. And it really was just a heavy moment. But it really set so many things into perspective and almost like reset my my mental you know as far as what's important and what isn't you know, yeah. thought about that mom like she's in the stand she was watching. in the stand speak on that because so yeah, um, so valerie has a son almost the same age uh, yeah and, and 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 you have uh mm -hmm. sons that are well how Devin Devin's and, 19 Devin's and, 19 and libby uh, my daughter she's 26 you know and dears is 28 so yeah okay. like so being speak on that mom in the stands and you see that and she's been in football a long time. She knows the level of extreme that something is, you know. And so, you know, she's probably frantic trying to get, you know, to her kid, her baby. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, that broke me on the sofa. I just thought, what is yeah. she, what she must be going Abs through? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so Jamie yeah. Erdahl on Good Morning Football spoke on that. And, and, I, and I was so glad to hear you speak on that as well. Thank you for that. And it just, yeah, it just, you know, and, and we're all parents. And, and so yeah. many of us in the right. chat room are. You, you are as well. And, you know, like, it's just, it's just devastating. And so I think mm -hmm. that um, it, it, there are, sadly, sometimes in a devastating event, um, there are good yeah. that comes from it. And mm. not only the unity, which we have seen in, in the majority of the football community and outside of it, like Jeff said, um, one of my favorite, I can say, say favorite things. I think one of the most inspiring things, mm. I'll say that one of the most inspiring things that has come out of this is that, uh, DeMar Hamlin has a foundation, mm. uh, called chasing M's and he did a toy drive, uh, on GoFundMe, 
and their original goal was $2,500, okay? When this unfortunate incident happened, the money started flowing in, and I checked it right before we went to air. It's at $6.63 million. Wow. Wow. Like, wow. Major respect to everybody. And we see, like, the Raiders have given money. Mm -hmm. Devontae gave money individually. Like, we've seen a lot of. Daniels, he gave money. Josh, okay, wonderful. So, like, you see all these people coming uh, to -hmm. to the aid of this young man. And because, like, and this is something else, too. And, like, and I don't want to totally get on the weeds on this, but, like, but I think it's worth noting. This guy's on a rookie contract, Mm -hmm. he don't make a lot of money. I know he's an NFL athlete, but here's the bottom line, Raider Nation. They get half their money taken out in taxes. Mm-hmm. He's probably making four hundred grand a year, and he's going to make that for a few years. And then his career, he's either going to re-up and get a big contract, or he's not. But for the majority of the NFL players, that's all they get. Yeah. And then that's it, the end. And then you're off into the rest of the world. So it may seem like they're getting a lot of money or getting paid a lot of money, but they're really not. you got to be... Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Devontae. You got to be a high, high level player. We've heard that from our buddy Will. Talk sure. about that. There's a difference between Will Compton wealth and Taylor Lewan wealth. Yeah. That's totally. not like a try to like, you know, compare, but it's like you got to understand there's two different things going on there financially. Right. When you're a veteran minimum guy and you're a guy that makes 10 million bucks a year, it's a completely totally. different story. Yeah. So DeMar Hamlin is on the lower end of earning in the NFL. So, the NFL does not have a real solid disability policy for these guys. If he took his last snap, unfortunately, the NFL, and now is going to have potentially a lifelong challenge with medical bills and those kinds of things, like the NFL is going to take care of him. So here's why I do say you all giving your money to his foundation and raising that money, it's gone beyond a toy drive. Mm -hmm. This is going to help take care of this young man. As he battles back to health yeah. that's right. and to, to find a quality of life, whatever that quality of life looks like for him. And he might make a full recovery. Yeah. It's one of the things Valerie was saying. That like At first we thought it was like a spinal thing. Yeah. And that's super scary because if that stops your breathing, anything hits in the neck, stops your breathing and yeah. things end. When it's your heart, it can heal itself. And so hopefully he'll make a full recovery yeah. here. But so and those, if, And if not, you got to think that maybe the NFL doesn't have something like that. But the His Buffalo team Bills is for the sure Buffalo Bills gonna are, are going to take Somebody care of their guy. Somebody man. Somebody's. I mean, someone's going to take care of their guy. And if anything else, so I've seen tons of people talk on 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 this and and this young man. Uh, one of the people that had some of the kindest things is uh, Mike Tomlin. So, oh, so, right so Damar is a, he's a Pittsburgh guy. Oh, that's right. And so, he oh said, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So Mike Tomlin said he's known the kid since he was like twelve years mm-hmm. old. So I mean, he watched oh, this, really watched this kid grow uh, up and has done I didn't know that. camps yeah. with him and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I called him a Pittsburgher. <laughs> yeah. And so like I mean, oh, just, nice. just <laughs> talked about just the you know just the great heart that this young man has and just the you know all this kind of stuff and just what a kind man he is and all that kind of stuff. So so yeah, so I mean, tons of people had nothing but respect and yeah. and kind words for this guy and. And, you know, yeah, again, our thoughts and prayers go to him. Absolutely. Final thoughts, Michelle, before we uh, talk about the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys said it all. Like, just keeping things in perspective and just, you know, lifting him up in prayer, I think, is and just sending positive vibes to his family because, you know, they're sitting there in the hospital hours passing, waiting for updates, you know, so they need all of the positive energy and prayers that they can get. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) 
This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. Just want to say hello to Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh and my brother, Merv. Just win, baby. All right, Michelle, I guess we should uh, jump back into the goof (laughs) fest that uh, Raiders Fan Radio can certainly be. And, uh, hey, let's talk about the news because, Michelle, I don't know if you heard, but some new shit has come to light. What's come to light? Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light. And, you know, know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, this could be a a, a lot more... uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. <laughs> All right, so new shit has come to light. Uh, we talked about it last week about Derek Carr's benching, uh, mm. but now it's flat out over. The relationship is <laughs> over. We have we're going through an ugly divorce. I think at this point, I think we're on the tail end of the ugly divorce um, because you know all the the, the family is now uh, you know lashing out and yeah, getting the families. Their, the yeah. families made it ugly. They the f- they have, which is usually how it goes. I mean, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, it, it's it's certainly the got- mouthpieces, you know, because the the person who's going through the divorce appreciates all of the mouthpieces that speak for that person. Amen. That's in divorce. I'm not speaking of what we're talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but certainly there are a lot of mouthpieces going yeah. off for uh, for our former quarterback. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, let's see. I'll, I don't want to get into it now. I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll just say this. And then, and then we're going to get into uh, some of the ramifications of what's going on. Um, we've said on this show, if you're, if you're familiar with Raiders fan radio, if you've been listening for any time, You've heard us say numerous times, Derek Carr is our favorite quarterback because he's a starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, and we will be the biggest fans of Derek Carr until he's not. Right. And as of today, he's not. Now, we can all sit around and Twitter post or Facebook or go back and forth around how you felt it went down. Some people felt it went down fine because it's a business. Some people felt that it went down you know, ugly because of everything that Derek Carr gave to the organization and like all that kind of stuff. But here's what I'll say. And this is undisputable. Regardless of how you feel about how things were handled or why they happened the way that they did, Derek Carr is no longer the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. So frankly, I could give a shit about Derek Carr from now on. And that's not an indictment of him as a person. It's, um, he's a great dude. He's a great husband. He's a great Christian. He's going to build churches when he retires. Like He's going to do wonderful things. This is not an indictment on him and his personality. But he's not a Raider, so I don't care. Yeah, he's irrelevant. So I don't care. I don't care what David Carr has to say. I don't care what anybody else has to say about it. It's not interesting to me anymore because he's not a Raider. Now, right. you may disagree with that, and you may fan your fandom differently. And if you fan your fandom differently, that's fine. But we aren't going to agree because there are. I want to talk about the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. And as of today, Derek is part of the Raiders that aren't. He's the was. 
So we're not talking about him anymore. Right. I'm not. In, uh, uh, we'll talk about him and his yeah. and his significance to the Raiders. But in terms of going forward, yeah, I don't care. I don't care what he does in 2024 yeah, well, you know or five or any other shit. I don't care where he, whatever. I care where he plays if he's on a team that's playing against the Raiders. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, whatever. I'm not interested in the guy anymore. Yeah. Well, you know what? And you you talk. And you know. And yes, he's a he's a great Christian and a great man and a great dad and a great husband and all that stuff. But you know. A little bit of his personality was kind of affected, you know. I can't. I mean, since since I can remember, he's always said, "I'm going to be a Raider. I will be a Raider no matter what." And in a in a in an interview in 2018, he said that I will be a Raider, and unless I retire or the team decides that I don't want to, that they don't want me to play for them anymore, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be a Raider. I'm going to root for one team for the rest of my life. Every time I watch a game on TV, it's always going to be Raiders. Nothing but Raiders for the rest of my life. And damn it, Der- David Carr has informed all of us that Derek's best football is ahead of him, which I don't know what the best version of his football is. <laughs> but, but you know, but so now I feel duped. I feel like a schmuck because I bought into that shit. You know what I mean? Derek was my favorite quarterback for a long time. And now he's not. And now you it's like one of those things where, you know, you, you break up, but then you find out that they did a bunch of shit that you didn't know about. Like, bro, like, seriously, you're going to back out on your word now? Like, you're losing all credibility. And whatever love that people have had for you, whatever, like, it should be gone. You know, yes, I'm thankful for the nine years that you gave to this team. I'm thankful for the individual records that you hold that's great and fine and wonderful you know i wish you held record or you know win records but you don't you know you won you made it to one playoffs two you know i mean if you count the one where he broke his leg but like you know besides individual stats you know what you do so i want to oh i'm sorry and i want to throw it to you but i want to address something so like and here's some of the points coming out coming off in the chat room and there's some people disagree with it, and great. We do, there's, we're not That's fine. We don't do this show because we want to have an echo chamber and have everybody agree with us. But for those of you like Rogue Code in there, says, "Well, yeah," until McDaniel's effed him. Look, did he though? Like, no. The, the NFL is the ultimate meritocracy. You get paid for what you're going to do, not what you've done in the past. If they don't think that you're going to lead them to W's then you don't get to play anymore. He's not the first starting quarterback that's ever got put on the bench. He is one of the first starting quarterbacks of nine years that went to the house after he did. So like, listen, man, I think those of you that view Derek as a sympathetic figure, I think you're missing a lot of the point. There is a nine-year track record and $140 million in generational wealth that this man got paid. Do you really feel sorry for him? Like, and, and if you do and you felt like it wasn't handled the best, and there are good friends of ours like QB Jeff that thinks he got done dirty, then that's fair. That's a fair opinion to have. But when you look at what the Raiders had to account for for Derek salary-wise, it would have been absolute disaster and financial suicide for them to keep him on the roster. It just didn't make any sense. This was a business move. This has nothing to do with personality. This has nothing to do with loyalty. It's it's not what this thing is about. This thing is about dollars and cents and performance and value on the field. The end. Yeah, I think that, honestly... It it is it's odd that he wasn't benched sooner. Like it just feels like it's the first coaching staff to hold have, him accountable. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he has been through many organizations and many coaches and many you know he's been through a lot of things. But also he was 
catch, cashing those checks. You know, so if he felt like he wasn't in a stable position, if he felt like he wasn't in a place where he could thrive, then why wasn't he more vocal about being moved? Like, but so I, I and I will say, I don't necessarily care what happens to him, but I'd like to see him go and do, um, you know, be a, an acceptable quarterback somewhere. But the more that this plays out, the more the less I want to see that because it's yes. like, great, yeah, great, you know, absolutely. It, and, well, like, put. him saying, you know, he wants to be a Raider for life. Like, I feel like that's like just shit you say because you want it. You're, you want Raider nation to be like, yeah, he's never going to leave us, you know? But I think he, a lot of that was just lip service because he wanted to gain these people, you know, to kind of like feel hit where he's coming from. And I don't know. I, I, it just feels weird. Like, yeah, maybe he was done wrong. Maybe he wasn't, we don't really know what happened in those meetings, but I know one thing, I don't know that I've ever seen a quarterback get benched and not be on the sidelines for his guys. Like that just felt so weird to like see that. I think Mariota walked, someone said something about him like walking. I don't know exactly what happened with him because I don't really keep up, but it just seemed weird to say, it almost feels like he was like, I'm not coming back unless I get to play. And that's like a bitch move. Like, that's a weird thing. Be yeah. out there for Stidham could have used you maybe. Like, you could have helped him. Like, get your fucking head. I'm sorry. <laughs> get your headset on and be a man. And, uh, you know, well, Stidham what? did that to him all year long. All year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. And, yeah. you know, the people, and, and I'll get back to you in a minute. All right. Uh, but, <laughs> you going like, to let me finish, Kanye? Yeah, I'm going to let Kanye, you finish. Thanks, Kanye. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but, you know, it's it, it blows my mind that, you know, and, and everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And, you know, and if you think Derek was done wrong, that's fine. But let me say this, like. I don't understand the people that say, well, Derek, he he should have got the proper send-off. He should have got the proper send-off because, you know, he was with the team for nine years and he put up with a lot of whatever, whatever, whatever. But, like, when you're not performing well in any job, but especially in the NFL, like, they don't give you a swan song yeah. at the end. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, unless your name is Peyton Manning or Charles Woodson 2.0, like... You don't get that. If you don't play well, you're done, bro. Yeah. You're just flat out done. Tom Brady won six Super Bowls for the New England Patriots. And they just said, bye. <laughs> he didn't get to have his whatever moment while he was playing. You know, all these other people. I mean, keep it Raiders. The the Raiders sent Marcus Allen to the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, Stabler was traded. All the Tim Brown, Stabler, Casper, Jack yeah. Tatum, all three were traded to the Houston freaking Oilers. Yeah. And for those of you like, and there's been a lot of talk too about this whole like, oh, Mark Davis did him this, but did do you do you all not know what Al Davis was like? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. is this like, are we really acting that brand new that we don't know that Al, Al Davis, Davis was, was the most loyal ruthless? To the Raiders. Son, thank you. Period. He's loyal to the Shield. He's the most That's ruthless right. son of a bitch that yeah. ever existed in the NFL. He did not care about your feelings. He got on a phone call with Phil Villapiano <laughs> and asked Phil what he thought of Bob Chandler, and Bo Phil gave him a rave review on Bob Chandler, and Al said, "Great, glad to hear that because I just traded you for." him you know what i mean like just uh, like this whole idea of like this like oh we gotta like me honor him and we gotta but no we don't you it's can honor him personally thank honor you him wear his jersey like rep him shout him out on sure. twitter i don't think he's on there anymore but like you can represent him in any way that you feel but you can't hold the organization to a standard that you would hold yourself to you can't they're about their money and they're about freaking wins. That's what they want. They Amen. weren't getting that. So your boy got benched. 
And it feels like, I don't know, wasn't in the meeting, but it feels like he said, well, then I don't want to be here. I'm going home. That's what it that's what it looks like. Yep. I know a lot of people are saying like he was sent home. You don't know either. You None can't of us do know. that. None of us in know. the collective bargaining agreement in the current CBA, you cannot ban a player from the facility. If Derek wanted to be in the building, he freaking right. could be. Yeah. And and listen, this is and I'll say this one more thing about this point, y'all, because this is what it all comes down to. No one is bigger than the shield, not Derek yeah, Carr or anybody right. else. There's been a lot of famous 32s. There's been one super famous 25. That number is not retired. None of the numbers are retired because Al said no one is bigger than the shield. Everybody can wear your number because it's about the Raiders. It's about the collective. And you know what? And the Raiders are one of the beautiful things the Raiders do as an organization is honor those that played in the past and the legacy and the mystique and everything that is built prior to current day. Derek Carr will be honored yeah. one day. Just like people used to say, oh my gosh, Brett Favre will never go back yeah. to Lambeau <laughs> until he did. And the right. Packers honored him after he became a Viking and beat their ass. The yeah. Packers still chose to honor Brett Favre and the legacy that he left as a Packer. Right. Derek Carr will get his due in terms of being honored for his time with the yeah. Raiders. He'll, but he'll that light, time's not, not now. now. No, he'll, no. Light, he'll light the Al Davis torch. Mm -hmm. and, and yes. You know, he'll light the Al Davis torch in five to ten years whenever he's done playing. But now, you if know, his I mean, brother doesn't shut the hell up. And you like, know, I'm fresh. <laughs> and I'm telling you, and, I, and I've said this about a ton of people, man. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I hate to say it, but now Derek Carr isn't the starting quarterback and he wants to go play somewhere else. So now you're the villain. Yeah. And for people that are still 100% on car, then go follow, follow him. Then just follow yeah. him. Just go. Yeah. Just go. And, because and you, know you were never Which a Raider fan. Inside, sure. the inside the shield is just the pirate guy. It's not a freaking picture of Derek Carr. Okay? Root for the shield, not the man, bro. Come on, man. No, like you this. can't. We should have learned that a long time ago. No Like shit. when your favorite players get, I mean, I know people lost their minds when Khalil Mack got traded or got sent off. Like you cannot get comfortable with a player because it's not almost never. And according is your to David Carr. Y'all got nine years with this guy. Yeah. You should be celebrating that you got nine Case years. Case Stabler didn't get nine no. years. No. 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 Well, Who well, gets nine years now? No one. No, no one. one. Do you think Al Davis would have given Derek Carr Hell nine years? No. Oh, Hell no. no. He wouldn't have no. got that first, that second contract. And he would have embarrassed him publicly. Like, I mean, no. He would Absolutely. not Well, and according to David years. Carr, Derek Carr was attached to a player, too. Apparently, he was so upset that the Raiders traded Khalil Mack and so upset that they traded Amari Cooper. Like, according to David. Like, okay. Like, really? Well, well, then, see, then say something, th that's bro. What I'm, that's then where I'm... Speak up. That's what I'm don't screaming. let your freaking brother... Yeah. Don't let your brother speak on your behalf, man. I will never let my brother speak on my behalf. I love my brother, but keep your damn... Keep my name out of your mouth when it comes also, about my what business, bro. To slow to speak and slow to anger. Like, what happened to that? What's that like James 1, I don't know, 18, 19, 20, somewhere in there? Like, mm. you're just out here because you're hurt. Your feelings got hurt because your brother got hurt. Now you're out here. I, of course, I don't know if he's done this. I haven't listened. I don't know if he did the Harvester Sport thing. I don't know. I don't but, know, like, yeah. whatever he says on there, like, dude, don't. Let your brother speak for himself when he's ready. But obviously, I mean, they talk, so Derek knows what he's oh, doing. Oh, he's a like, mouthpiece he's, for he's, Derek, you know, 100%. Which also is like, 
well, that's kind of a bitch move. Like, if you have something to say, say it. And it doesn't, you can say it right now. I mean, it's not like, because, I mean, if I'm assuming it's not going to be like some sort of horribly harsh thing, like, say it. All other players that get moved on, and he's not moved yet, but they speak their piece. Like, say it when it's time. You do it, though. Like, don't let your brother do it. That's, yeah. this isn't the playground in fourth Absolutely. grade. Absolutely. You know, like, and I, say and I, it. And I get David sticking up sure, for his little I brother. Get I get that. Absolutely. And, and 100%. And we would all, even though you would want your brother speaking on your behalf, you would also stick up for him if sure. someone went at him and or felt that he was done wrong in a way. And so I. But I would never speak on his behalf. That's exactly yeah. what, yes. Well, and Mojo said he's got a right to, oh, no, I'm sorry. He said, to be fair, he'd be insane to talk right now because he wants a team. And that's true. So don't. So nobody so talks. So nobody, nobody talks. Talk. Because, you know, in, and they should, I mean, you should, everyone should know this. When you're in the freaking heat of your irritation and your frustration and your anger, don't say anything. Sit on it. Like, mm -hmm. let it yeah. digest it. You know, do yeah. all the things that a therapist would say. And then say, speak your piece when you've given it a chance to really sort of settle yeah. in your brain. Not right now. He hasn't even got another team yet. Let him get another team and then let him speak. Right. Absolutely. Then let right. him speak. And I'll, and I'll say this, you know, all this being said, I, I, I'd love, I love Derek, you know, I love time, him less today. Time, yes. Well, I do. I love him. Yeah, I love him less than I did last today. week. You know, but I'm yes. thankful for the time that we had with yes. him. And, you know, for anyone just thinking that we're out there just straight up shitting on Derek Carr for no reason, which I don't know why you would, because there's been nine years of reasons yeah. to do that. Minus, minus a season, season and a half. You know, but, you know, it's time to move on. It was time and it's been time. It's been. And, you know, and it's just crazy to me that it's been time for a long time. And I feel like everyone kind of agreed with that. But then when it happened, it was like, oh, what? Mm, yeah. What? You did him so wrong. <laughs> well, he did us wrong, too. Damn it. Just win, baby. Yeah. We should have won. You know, all the pieces were set up. Mm -hmm. We should have won. And especially this damn year. You got your best bro here, man. And we're going to talk about him in just yeah, a second. Yeah. You know, but like you got your dude, man. You got all your pieces. And yes, some of them were hurt, but you still have other good pieces. You know, Matt Collins is no slouch, man. I've seen that dude make amazing catches. I've seen Foster Moreau be one of the best tight ends in all of football. And if you can't hit him when it's time to hit him, then what are you doing, dude? But like you got your bro, man. And he has... I think it's he set all a record this year of the most incompletions to one wide receiver. Correct. Like in NFL history. Yeah. You know, and so he's he's hit Devontae a lot, but he missed him even more. Mm. Like Devontae Adams should probably have about 3,000 yards receiving this year. <laughs> but he but and, and just like totally misses him. So thank you, Derek Carr, but Thank you. Next. All right. So I'll 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 end it on this, then we're gonna jump into some some comments from Devontae Adams. I would say this to you, Raider Nation. For those of you that are that are that are ride or die for Derek, I, I respect. I respect your loyalty to the player. Um, I'm I'm interested on why uh, one player would override your fandom for the entirety uh, of the team. Um, that's very uh, curious to me. Um, but I would say this to you: At what point then would it have to get to for you to hold him accountable and responsible? And at what the cars are doing right now, which is dodging fault. At what point would that have to get to? Year 13? Year 14? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've said on this show numerous times. Again, this is not a Derek Carr bash session. I loved Derek Carr as our Raider quarterback. I would have loved him more if he would have had some wins. 
But I've said on this show numerous times, if Derek Carr won us a championship, he'd be the greatest quarterback in the entire history of the of the, of the Raiders. Yeah. He'd be better than Kenny Stabler because he would hold the passing records. Uh, he he would be better than Jim Plunkett because he would have he would have come in clutch to win a championship. He would have been better than Daryl Monica because he would have he would have that championship. But he's not, and that's not what he did. And and he's not even to me. I don't even know if he's Rich Gannon. I mean, he's got yes, he's got the numbers, but he doesn't have the results. And so I would ask you, Raider Nation, for those of you that are that are that ride or die for him, at what point would you? What would, what would it have gotten to for you to then finally say, okay, he's not the guy, he's at fault, at least a little bit, just accept some form of blame. Yeah. What would it take? Because the mountain of evidence says otherwise. And I think that we were in a, we were apologists for Derek. Yeah, we were. For a long time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I, we I, I think we're, we were. I think we took his back for a long time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with change. And Derek's going to be fine he don't listen. I won't get into the money again, all that stuff. Just know this, man. He's going to be fine. The team's moving in a different direction, and there's nothing wrong with that. And things don't end unless they're bad. You know, things that are going great don't end, right? Peyton Manning rides off into the sunset. Dan Marino rides off in the sunset. Like whatever. But you know, there's there's a reason for it, and I would encourage you to consider the reasons. Consider the financial ramifications, the lack of performance, and the things that were holding the team back in many more areas than just quarterback, okay? Uh, all that said, one of the things also that has come out of this is that there's been a narrative from fans and even some media, which is shocking to me, that some players would want to move on <laughs> because Derek isn't around anymore. Now, we're going to get into a segment later on in the show. We're going to do a little more fundamentals, and I'll break down the mechanics of it and the financials about why it would never happen. But the idea that like some players would want out because their guy's gone. Um, frankly, it, listen, I've again, what I've said on the show a million times, it's not show friends, it's show business. Yeah. This is their damn job. Yeah. There's not buddy ball involved in here. Is Derek one of the reasons Devontae ended up in, in Las Vegas? A hundred percent. Is he a contributing factor? A hundred percent. Is he going to leave because his buddy's not there? No. And for anybody that's saying that, it's a ridiculous sentiment. Yeah. And, and it's one thing for me to say it on a dopey podcast in my bonus room with my two best friends, but let's listen to Devontae Adams tell you the exact same thing. Devontae, you came here, you took less money, you could have got more from Green Bay, this is a team you grew up loving. I know this team in the offseason will make decisions that you don't have a say in, but if they get you a quarterback that you know can get you a ball, do you want to come back and be a Raider again next year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I I came here, you know, I wouldn't have been here or ended up here um, originally probably, you know, if Derek wasn't here, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I won't be here, you know, in, in the event that he's not here. Um, he's my, that's, that's my boy. Obviously, I got his back through anything. I think I've made that more than clear at this point, and, and I support him and support everything that he has, um, you know, moving forward as well. But, um, you know, my, my dream was to play for this team before he was a Raider, obviously. And <laughs> at this point, I want to, you know, obviously try to make this thing work and, and, and continue on doing what I'm doing here and, um, you know, myself get better and obviously see the team grow and get better as well. All right, there, I mean, there you go. Case closed. Period. The end. Case closed, man. It's it blow. It's so freaking bananas to me that that's even a conversation. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like I, I don't know, man. Like 
you know, if it was just like some, if you guys were working at a gas station or whatever, and one, you know, you brought your buddy in, and then you know, one gets fired, yeah, the other one might quit. Devontae Adams is making a hundred and forty yeah. million dollars with sixty-five guaranteed. With sixty-five guaranteed on the team that he grew up rooting That's for, right. it was a dream for him to be a Raider. And yeah, the added bonus was that his best friend was going to be throwing the ball to him. Mm-hmm. But guess what? During the offseason, he'll probably still go work out with Derek. And that's great and fine and wonderful. You've been doing that your whole career, so now you get to go do it again. You're not going to be on the same team. You can still be buddies. But Derek or Devontae Adams is no freaking dummy. Yeah. Like, he got paid. And he got paid from <laughs> yeah. his dream team. Yeah, I mean, he's a professional football player. He's not going to just say, okay, well, I, I don't want to be here anymore because my best friend's not here. Like, I mean, when he made the decision to be a Raider... He probably went through all the things that could possibly happen. I mean, because obviously Derek could have gone and or could stay there. Like, he thought about all those things before he came. I mean, he's not an idiot. He thought about his money. He thought about his childhood team. Like, that's the dream. Yeah, playing with your friend, that's a bonus. That's like the cherry on top. But playing for your team, your childhood team, that's the goal. And to get freaking paid to do that, that's the even bigger goal. So, I mean, he's a professional. He's going to make those smart decisions. He's not a dumb guy. Amen. So, he, so okay, so say he went, and technically, could he have made more money with Green Bay? Okay, technically, he could have. Say it's $5 bucks. okay? When you're already getting $65 I mean, right. million guaranteed. Right. That's splitting hairs. <laughs> and you're going to go play with your best friend. Right. And, oh, by the way, Nevada is a tax-free oh, state. That was exactly right? what I was going to say. Like, come on, come on, yeah, man. Like, man. y'all don't be so damn blind yeah. that like it's this look, this these decision. I always say this too. When you want to get to the answer of the question in the NFL and frankly, politics and a lot of other things, find <laughs> me the money. Yeah, follow the money. <laughs> get me to the end of the money, yep. and there's your decision. Yep. Okay. It's again, it's not show friends, it's show yeah, business. Right. And look, there was a is it, it would would I love to go work directly every day with Swag Jeff? And and would I love sure. to go work every day with Michelle? Of course I would. Yeah. I would love to go do that. But you know what? If I can make $45 million more over here doing it. <laughs> Later, hope y'all have fun. Yeah, bye. I'll see you. I'll see you after work. We'll get together I'm sorry, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, so, Rogue Code in the chat says, you only quit if your friend was your ride to work. <laughs> Truth. I think Devontae's got his own ride there. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So good stuff there. So anyways, all right, Raider Night. I, we can't read the chat. Uh, it's tough to so anyways. So fast. Yeah, they're yeah, really, it's, they're, it's blowing they're up. all over the killing place. killing us. They're probably. Of, yeah, probably. About, about 80% of people are on board with us. And then there's a few guys that that, that don't, and that's okay. We love Absolutely. Absolutely. Not for everybody. So. Tell, your, tell your friends. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, everybody's got their own opinions, and we already know what those are because we talked heart. about them last week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, whoops. Whoa, oh, hey, hey. Well, I was gonna start Jeez. talking about buttholes again. Man. Hey, hey, hey. You gotta do that in the deep voice. Do the deep yeah. one. Uh, okay, yeah. I was. Have I got a deep one? Yeah, get in there and do it, Dad. Like, no. whoa, wow. hey, <laughs> God damn, bro. Wow, you just really, wow. wow. You thought Chris was the only one in the chat, didn't you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
Paul said butthole nation. It's <laughs> feeling oh, no. a lot like that. Ah, jeez. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, hopefully, hopefully uh, anyways, I, what I was going to say, I look forward to going back and getting caught up with the chat room because, uh, yeah, we don't expect everybody to agree with us. Oh, uh, no. we, we certainly don't. And uh, just, you know, as I always say, you just want to keep the freaking conversation civil. And, uh, and, and you know what? Debate, as Uncle Mosh always said, debate is the highest form of education. And, you know, maybe we can learn something from somebody that has an alternate opinion. And I look forward to getting caught up with that and appreciate you, Raider Nation. Listen, and listen, I've always said this, too, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to shut up and move on to the next thing. Okay. The most important thing about fandom and what we feel is emotion. I don't care how long you've been a fan of a team. I don't care how much gear you wear or don't wear, how many games you've been to. None of that stuff matters. What defines a good fan to me is the, the degree of emotion in which you passionately root for your team. Okay? If your p- player is Derek and that's your guy and that's your fandom... I can respect it. Now, our fandoms don't align because this is where my fandom is. Yep. Right. But if your fandom is in four, fine. Knock yourself out. (laughs) But that's not where mine and ours is. Right. So we're just not going to align on that thing. So for the 20% of you or however many there are, it's just not going to line up, and that's okay. You go on about your merry way yeah. and root Thanks for the for Colts. The nine name. years where we had something in common, there and, you then, go. and now you, you know. go root for the Colts next year. There you Man, go. Knock yourself out. Have fun with that. I'm going to stay in silver and black right. because the only thing, and I said I was going to say one more thing. I'm going to say one more thing. <laughs> the only thing that will ever stop me from being a Raider fan is if the Raiders stop being the Raiders. That's right. If they turn into the Las Vegas Renegades and their colors are green and orange. Guess what? I'm not a fan of that team anymore. That's right. I will always be a Raider fan. So if the Raiders stop being a Raiders, I'm out. But outside of that, I'm a fan of the damn team. All right, next up. So we got a fresh start. Yeah. We're moving in a new direction. Uh, I believe it was our buddy Graphic Raider put out this week. He said, let's. He was, he was in there too. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, Graphic in there? Yeah, well, he was. Okay. Yeah, I did. See What's him. up, Graph, if you, if you end up hearing this? And appreciate you, man, and all the support you give this show. Um, He said, let's talk about it for 24 hours, and then we're going to dead the issue. We all kind of had our event session. We started it last week. We finished it today. (laughs) Now... It's Jarrett Stidham time. Yeah. It's it's a new era. Stiddy. It's time Stiddy, for Stiddy. The legend of Stiddy yeah. has been born. And um the, he he needs to have a dance. You know, they're doing everyone's doing <laughs> oh, the, the gritty. Everyone's doing the gritty. The gritty? Now we need to do the Stiddy. We need a Stiddy. Yeah. yeah. What you got, Jeff? Well, maybe up. that Let's move you it. pulled it freaking Oh yeah. At the tailgate. The oh, that's yeah. the pa- that's the pancake, bro. Oh, that, that's that is been the pancake. Oh, is that already a thing? Yeah, so the Stiddy. So the Stiddy, you know, so the Stiddy, they do all this stuff, so maybe he's like the threes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'll see that. Okay. We'll, we'll workshop. Sorry, we'll workshop sorry I didn't know. Let's think about you. that. We'll, we'll think about that off. You know, yeah. we're not on, uh, yeah. Yeah, That was a little. <laughs> you should have seen my best friend look at me with such disappointment right there. Yeah. You got the crickets button over that there? Hurt. Oh, my God. It hurt me, and you weren't even looking at me. I, <laughs> I felt I, I was disappointed. I disappointed Jeez, you, and I didn't even do anything. That was. Yeah. I you'd be more proud of your best friend. I'm proud of you. I'm, Except for that moment. Dance idea was horrid, but yeah, we'll, we'll come we'll workshop it. <laughs> we can't all be winners. It's okay. Play the freaking <laughs> next audio clip. <laughs> all right, let's check in with Jared Stidham talking Jackass. about his first start. Um, any nerves? Just how did it feel to uh, make your first start? Um, you know, I, I didn't feel like I had, you know, really any nerves um, at all this week. Um, you know, 
perspective has changed um, a lot over the years, and um, it's not worth stressing over um, and getting you know all uptight. So I just want to go out there and, and play free today, and um, you know try and try and facilitate the offense uh, in a way to win. Um, and you know we just we just fell short a little bit. Jared, I know you were a top recruit coming out of high school, and obviously you played a lot in college. But you had, you had to wait a while to get your first start in NFL. Was it a process uh, to sort of maintain your confidence throughout these years where you didn't get that opportunity on game day? Yeah, for sure. I, th- I think you know the thing about the NFL is everybody's a good player and everybody was probably the best player on their high school team growing up and um, probably the best, one of the best players on the col- on their college team, you know, through college. So, um, you know, my thing has always just been to, to work hard. Um, I don't know anything else. I don't know how to do anything other than, uh, you know, the hard way. So um, I've just tried to continue to just to stay grounded and, and who I am as a person and as a, as a player and, um, you know, just be ready whenever my number was called. So whether that's, you know, rookie year, second year, third year, or now, fourth year. So, um, yeah. All right, there he is. So, I, I, you know, nothing overly revealing there, right. um, but love the confidence going into the, to the game. Uh, and it clearly showed up, Michelle. And, like, when there's been some commentators and stuff that had said things about, like, you know, or even, and even fans, too, about, like, well, the Raiders still blew a double-digit lead. They still lost. The result was the same. We don't know what you guys are so excited about. I don't know how, even if not being a film person or anything, I don't know how you couldn't watch that game versus the other games this year and not realize that optically there was something different going on. Like, so I think it's okay for us to be encouraged by that or to, you know, to have pride in how it unfolded or whatever. Be, right? Like, yeah, it's, no. it's crazy to me yeah. that people would be like, well, it's all the same, so it all sucks. Yeah, sure. I mean, because, yeah, okay, so, yeah, we changed one position and a couple of defensive players, other people out, like, right? So, I mean, yeah, there were some Chandler's things, out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Perryman. And Perryman's yeah. out, yeah. yeah. But, like, I'm watching the game, and it just feels like there's hope in this game. And I think because when I would watch, and God, I'm not shitting on Carr, like, I really believed in him I really thought he was the guy but like watching him play there were things we knew would happen if he was put in certain situations like the red zone like the red zone like throwing (laughs) the ball away like maybe just kind of collapsing in the pocket not like like I said I'm not shitting on him but like I and we talked about this last week like wanting I'm not gonna say like again wanting to see Derek, roll out of the pocket and make the desperation to make a play. Mm -hmm. Like, we saw a desperation to make a play. And he just looked so comfortable and so solid in what he was doing. Even if he was, even if it looked like he was doing something that was off the, you know, the first target, you know, he just looked, it just felt different. It just felt different. It felt different. It looked like Jeff to me, like one of the things that stood out to me immediately. And again, and we've now gone back and we've got the luxury of looking at film and the all Mm -hmm. 22 and we see what he saw downfield and the, you know, but it was in the game. There is a, a toughness about this guy and I'm no one's it's, it's, it's hard to not talk about Derek in some sort of comparison, but this is not like but a. But it's dr- recency. You can but it's compare. Recency. Kind of you gotta. To. It's, you it's, have it's, to. it's the only reference point we have for nine freaking years, other than Connor Cook and Matt McGloin. Right. So um, there was a toughness in the pocket. 
There was a willingness to take a hit. There was a, and they called it out in the broadcast numerous times, showing his vision. And as much as we don't love Mark Sanchez, showing him working through his progressions, going through his reads, delivering the ball to a spot on the time in which it was intended. There was a lot of things that looked different. And so for anybody to say, well, yeah, well, the result was the same, so none of it matters. I'm sorry. I cry bullshit on that yeah. because if it, it, it looked different. Mm-hmm. It felt different, as Michelle said, right? Did it also, oh, sorry. No, please no, go ahead, Michelle. Feel like yeah. that the other players were playing with another level of something different? It felt like there was, yeah. that everybody had raised their level of expectation. There was an intensity or something different. going yeah. on different. Yeah. 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 No, I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, and that could also be just the fact that, you know, no, whenever there's a big change, something right. happens. The team, of course, wants yeah. to rally around that other guy. Yeah. So I totally get that. But, you know, I mean. You know, people call Stidham a system quarterback. You know, well, what a freaking concept. We get a guy that fully understands the Mm. system, you know. So maybe Josh McDaniels is an offensive genius when he has a guy that knows how to work that offensive scheme. You know what I mean? But like, you know, and I will say this and I may get hate for this, but, you know, I'm sorry. We lose 42 to 17 if Derek's playing. I'm 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 telling you, man. You look at some of those plays, and you look at some of the ways that he was able to not only move out of the pocket, but then mm-hmm. reestablish the pocket. I'm telling you that video that that Sonny sent us a few days ago, breaking stuff down and actually understanding what that means to reset the, difference, the pocket, yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff, and going through your progressions and being patient. Shout out the QB yeah. school, man. Sa- shout out oh, QB yeah. school for sure. But uh, it was and, and uh, Juan in there says that it was very revealing, and it really was because you, too, you really man. like. I mean, just you know, just kind of you know casual fans like we are you know i mean call ourselves you know mega fans whatever but like we only stand understand so much about football you know where a guy like that can really break stuff down for you and really make you understand it in a different way but like you know just being patient with the ball Mm -hmm. stidham was so patient all night long so you know you look at a play so Derek throws an interception during the pittsburgh game that he was intended for foster moreau so he zips it in there way too quick. Right the, as Foster's coming out of his the break. The same play was called, and Stidham waited for the right time to throw it in there. And then the second touchdown to Devontae, the, the one that everyone's talking one of the ones that everyone's talking about, where he's rolled outside the pocket. He's all the way on the left sideline. And he's standing there and standing there and standing there and waiting for Devontae to get open. And he chucks it down to Devontae and takes one under the mm, chin. Man, he does. I mean, maybe one of the hardest hits that I've seen. I mean, it bloodies his damn mouth. Teeth, bloodies yeah. his mouth. And Devontae says during a thing, he goes, yeah, he walked up to me afterwards with a big smile on his face and blood was between his teeth. Yeah. That dude got freaking rocked. And I'm sorry, Derek isn't taking that hit. Mm. He's, you know, doing the thing that maybe Joey Bosa said that he does. You know, or maybe he curls up a little bit and he doesn't want to take that hit. And I get it. He broke his leg and yeah. he doesn't want to get hurt again. And he's and his back and a bunch of other shit. Protecting yeah. his body and all that stuff. I get it. But like being a quarterback in this league, you kind of got to be able to put your body, put out your there. body on the line, yeah. man. You know, yeah, they protect the quarterback, but you're going to take shots. You're going to take hits. Can I ask and, a dumb question? Sure. And this really is my complete ignorance. A lot of people say are saying like that there was no tape on him. Do, does the 
preseason games don't count for tape? Like, is it because they're not uh, calling the same plays? I mean, or it, yeah, I mean, I'd that say it, count it, for- it counts. It counts, but at the same time, it's all backup people and stuff like that. So you're not really getting a good. You're not going ones on ones. You're not going ones on ones and stuff like that. But. You know, I he ran it. I mean, we were four and zero in the preseason. Right. You know, and a lot of that was because of the play that he was doing, and right. he was hitting the right people and yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, I don't know, man. I think you know, if you have a guy that knows how to work a system, and I'm sorry, Derek Carr is an NFL quarterback, and 16, 15 games or whatever is long enough to learn a system. You know, I mean, and yeah. more than that. More than the system, all that stuff, I think it comes down to basic quarterback play mm. and understanding how to go through your reads, how to reset the pocket, how to set your feet before you throw. Like, I mean, you know, these weird, like, run up the middle of the pocket and throw it with your feet all sideways and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, like that's high school football stuff. Like, I feel like that should be corrected. Like, freaking step into that throw mm. and get it in well, there. Let's keep it about steady, though. Yeah, well, and he did that. There you go. He was doing all that stuff. He reset the pocket several times, and he didn't even have to reset the pocket sometimes because he had pressure coming up all here. And all he has to do is step up just a little bit, and he zipped one in there. I mean, and then also, we've talked about a lot, and I'm rambling. Uh, You're good, man. Go for it. (laughs) You know, we talked a lot about, you know, a guy like Darren Waller, a guy like Devontae Adams, that they're... Big tall guys, they know how to get up high mm. and get those 50 50 balls. Dude, which that we always ball the freaking Devontae yeah. in the corner of the end zone. In the Let's corner go, of the end zone. Oh my gosh, that was. Absolutely. Listen, it was just unbelievable. Watching that is like, this dude's a writer and he's going to be a writer. Like, knowing that that will happen again is so damn exciting. Trust but in your guys. Those two plays that, he, yeah, the trust that I'm going to put it up there and he's going to toe tap it in or he's going to. It was like a magician, that one ball that he just like pulled out of the the air and land. I, I don't even know how he did it. Like I watched the replay a million times. I'm like, yes. How did he do that? Like knowing yeah. that he's mm, that yeah. was beautiful. Well, I, you know, that was I, so freaking beautiful. So good. I think it's just it was really nice and it was really refreshing to see a quarterback yeah. throw those balls up and just give your playmakers mm. an opportunity to make That's plays. Right. Yeah. That's all it boils down to. You know, you see a guy that maybe he's open, maybe he's not. A couple of those ones to Darren and a couple of those ones to Devontae. They were blanketed. Yeah. The coverage was outstanding. And he trusted his guys and just said, okay, go get it. And they did. Yeah. And they got it. I mean, I mean, the pass to Waller, like in the first quarter or whatever, he jumps up and high points the ball, which is what Darren should be doing all the time. And Devontae is notorious for doing that, going and getting those 50-50 balls from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he is. So come on, man. Like, you know, but this whole concept of, well, Stidham's just, he's been in the system for a long time. You know, he's been following McDaniels around. Good. Good. (laughs) Don't we want someone like that? Guess who else is like that? The greatest quarterback of all time in NFL Mm -hmm. history, Tom Brady. He's a system guy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And he has championships. Give me that 10 times out of 10. Yes, did him look. He just looked so comfortable. Totally, he just really looked comfortable. And I do think that, and I, like I said, I'm, I don't want to like compare, but I, everybody kind of knew where Derek's ceiling was. Like this guy, I don't know. Like I don't know if he'll be here. I don't know what his plan is. But I look at him and I think we 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 could win. We could beat the Chiefs. Like I feel like, not that I didn't think that with Derek, but like there he there was such a comfort with the players, with the plays, with the coach, with all the things that like 
this could be something that could get us to where we want to be. Not the guy that maybe is going to get us there, but he can get us maybe to where we're trying to get to. Absolutely. Well, and, and that's a great point, too. We don't know where his ceiling is. And yeah. I don't know if he's yeah. going to be our backup next year. Listen, there's a lot of speculation. You know, again, bringing the system guy. Look, I don't care who the system yeah, guy is. Same. Uh, Jimmy G is probably your, your freaking hot money. Uh, Tom Brady is going to be in the mix. Uh, you know, Mac Jones could be in the mix. Heck, Jacoby Brissett could be in the mix. Anybody that's played in this Josh McDaniel system is definitely in play. How many of those guys are going to be starters over Jared Stidham? Uh, I don't know. I mean, is Jared Stidham your bridge guy, and then you draft somebody in the fourth round, like we say, Hendon Hooker all the damn time around here? By the way, I watch a Hendon Hooker highlight video. <laughs> this That dude's got a freaking cannon, man. He's got a cannon, man. And, and there are two or three balls Every single game that go deep to Jalen Hyatt, and they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. It's like watching Daryl LaMonica, man. Yep. I mean, just firing that thing a mile downfield yep. on a rope. These aren't yep. no big floatery things or not. Anyways, whatever. I don't want to yep. make this a Hannon Hooker <laughs> well, show. Well, and Hannon Hooker is also on the sidelines during his bowl game on crutches, and Derek is perfectly healthy at the house. All right, whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, <laughs> all right, we're going to have to hit the accelerator on some of this stuff. But I, but I do want to highlight something that you said, though. Time in the system, yes, it's valuable. That said, when you're a professional NFL quarterback, as I know these offenses are complex. I know Gruden's offense was complex. I know that Josh McDaniels is is complex. But guess what? So is the one they run in Tampa Bay. That's right. And so is the one they run in freaking Los Angeles, that Sean McVay, that mad scientist. And while, you know, Derek Carr may not be Tom Brady, Tom Brady wanted a system, the one in the first year in, in that system, but he sure as shit is Matt Stafford and Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl first year in that system. So yep. I'm not sure that argument holds up as well as maybe it used to time in the system. But if, if, if Jarrett's got that going for him along with these other things, then we're here to support him, man. And so um, anyways, I'm going to, we got to skip ahead a little bit here, um, but there are plenty out there on what Josh McDaniels had to say about Jarrett Stidham and what Devontae Adams had to say, but let's go ahead and jump into the media side of this thing. And let's, let's hear what some of the media had to say coming off this performance. It's one of one thing for us to have an opinion about this, but let's check in on what they got to say. And let's start off with our good friends at good morning football and hear from Peter Schrager. Purdy's getting better every single week, and yet he was the second best quarterback on the field yesterday. Yeah. Can we take a moment to just go through Jared Stidham? Please do. Please they do. They yeah. benched Derek Carr, and everyone's up in arms. How could you do this? It's not Derek Carr's fault. Everything I've been hearing out of Vegas is that, you know what? Stidham's been playing really good in practice. Stidham has been the guy all season that's just been quiet and like holding the clipboard. And I think Josh McDaniels wanted to see what they had in Stidham, and now you get him in. And the Derek Carr conversation was like over the second Stidham started playing. It was like, this is the Raiders, what they could have been with all these offensive He's weapons. Not a I'm not trying to insult Derek Carr here. He's had some big games too, but for Stidham to come in off the bench amidst what was, was a crazy week after a quarterback for nine years was the face of the franchise, and Stidham's just basically like thrown into the mix and then lights up the number one defense in the league. 500 yards? 500 yards. Like crazy. Like, hats off to Jared Stidham. And I'm going to give a rare compliment in the sports media world to Josh McDaniels to just saying, you know what, I'll take the bullets. Like, I want to see Stidham out on the field this week, and we're going to show what we've got here in Jared Stidham. Stidham was McDaniels' guy up in New England, brings him over in a trade. And, hey, they're playing the Chiefs next week. Like, if I'm Kansas City... They need that game for home field advantage and all that stuff. I guess the last thing you wanted to see was Stidham just lighting him up. This is not going to be a cakewalk next week. 
Yeah, I think that's one thing that none of us mentioned. This was the number one defense in the Let's league. Let's go. Yes. You know, Great like, point. so to, and I think also he's just playing with that, what do I have to lose kind of thing. But yeah, I think that's, that's a huge point is he made incredible things happen against the number one defense in the league. I mean, nobody thought the Raiders had a freaking chance, a snowball's chance in hell. They thought we were going to even come close to even winning the game, obviously was a, a pipe dream, but even coming close to overtime, I, I was thinking it was going to be a 40 point blowout. Ex- that's what I was. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what every, yeah. everybody was thinking that. So uh, God, you have to give props to that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, there's only two quarterbacks in the league this year that have <laughs> yeah. thrown for 350 yards and three touchdowns against the San Francisco 49ers, and that's Patrick Mahomes and Jarrett Stidham. Okay. About that? Those are your guys. Yeah, about that? <laughs> Those are your guys, man. Yeah. Old Stiddy, man. All right, you know? so here, I got a, I got a question for you guys and for the chat room, and I want to know what you what you're thinking. So uh, there's been some great nicknames that have flown out of this thing uh, after the, <laughs> so this week. So I told you we should start saying. He is him around here a little that's more right, often. Right, yeah. So Stid him, Mo Moten dropped that one. Yeah, so Stid that's him good. is a great one. <laughs> Stud ham is a great one I heard. And then of course there's Stiddy. So which one are you? Which one is your favorite? I, I, I'm, out of the I'm three? team Stiddy, man. Team I like Stiddy. Stid him. I just you think like that's him? good. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is good. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. I, like I don't care Stid- what the hell we call him as long as we win. Let, that's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> right. I want to uh, call him a winning starting quarterback. That's what we want to call him. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, um, all right. So, uh, as we uh, we finish celebrating a stid him around here, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, listen. I don't. I probably should have done these earlier in the night. Let me just do this one, and then we'll tap out. We'll save the Boomer Sison thing. Boomer Sison basically was talking about Derek Carr's next steps oh. uh, because New York has been a speculative uh, place about where he might go to play. Too cold. Uh, it's too cold. And I said immediately, like, if he thinks Raider fan is bad, <laughs> you'll get eaten alive in New York media. Yeah. And basically that's what Boomer had to say oh. and that, like, they're yeah. not interested in having him in, in New York. So we'll skip through that. But I do want to uh, click into this. I'm writing a comment about it. We've already said our piece on Derek Carr. But let's play this clip from Kyle Brandt yes. in Kyle Brandt's basement. And then, Jeff, take us to break after. And then we're going to get into fun- I can't talk. Murph fundamentals. We never win with this guy. I don't care if it's his fault. He is the most highly paid player. He's the face of the organization. And we need to change. Just think about what they're competing with. It's a really incredible legacy. Nine years with zero playoff wins, only one appearance. Oof. Look at the guys in the AFC. Mahomes in his second year moving the world. Joe Burrow in his second year going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Josh Allen's played in a bunch of playoff games. Lamar has. Deshaun Watson has. You can just keep going. Herbert is now joining the playoff field. He's getting experience. And it wasn't just that Derek Carr was in one playoff game in nine years. Is that it took until his eighth year to even get to that playoff game. And what happened in that playoff game? Well, they're driving down the field against the eventual AFC champions, and he throws a bad interception right at the goal line, and they lose it. That's Derek Carr. That's him. It's a tough legacy to put a finger on because there's a whole wave of apologists, and they say, he's really good, and he's never had a good defense, and they make terrible draft picks, and they do terrible things in a dysfunctional organization. I don't think any of that is wrong. I think that's all true, but I just don't care. It's not a reason to try it again and again and again. Maybe we'll get to 12 and 13 years and we'll still be saying Derek Carr doesn't have the right surrounding pieces Mm. or doesn't have the right situation. Come on. 
Jeez. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Hi. This is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Claybomb with NFL Network here. Hey folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Yes. Well, here we got swag. <laughs> Jeff, Nerd, Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, there's been so much talk about the uh, the ramifications of this uh, benching and the departure of Derek Carr and what that's going to mean for the players uh, that remain on the roster. And there's been a lot of speculation around um, what players may or may not want to be part of the Raiders going forward, namely Devontae Adams and, and, and you know whether he would request a trade and all that. Of course, we've already heard that debunked um, by Devontae himself. But just in case you need some more information or evidence around why those things will never ever happen uh let's go ahead and jump into a segment we call more fundamentals hello boys and girls thanks for joining me here today as your old uncle mosh takes us to class most of you have heard the phrases hail mary shotgun or onside kick but have you ever wondered what the heck a mike sam or will linebacker did do the phrases run and shoot bull rush and nickel dime packages make you want to go pooch punt the wildcat well you're in luck my little nephew murph has a new flea flicker of a segment called murph fundamentals where i ask him a question and he tries to teach this old dog some new tricks all right so i think that um most football fans and you can be the most knowledgeable film guy or historian or many many angles you can be an amazing football fan and well read on so many different things but i think a lot of football fans are ill-informed about the dollars and cents of the nfl sure and one of those big things is the salary cap and what drives decision making just like we said earlier in the show not only with people personally but with organizations you want the answer to the question, find me the money, and that's the answer to the question. So when you hear emotional takes from fans or, in this case, media, which we've seen numerous times this week, where they say, Devontae Adams' best friend has been sent away, he's not going to want to play anymore. Darren Waller's not going to want to play anymore. Hunter Renfro's not going to want to play anymore. This idea that the, that the, the players would demand trades or force the team to move on from them is ill-informed. The only one that would have any kind of weight in this conversation would be Josh Jacobs mm -hmm. because he's truly an unrestricted free agent after the, after the, the season's over because the Raiders didn't pick up his fifth-year option. The reason that these players can't move on is that there's a thing in the league called dead money or dead cap, okay, as the kids say. <laughs> so the dead cap is basically... What dollars are guaranteed on a player's contract and how that impacts the salary cap? Now, I'm going to read you the definition of it, and then I'm going to go off the dome for the rest of it. Dead money is a salary cap charge for a player who is no longer on a team's roster. It exists because of how salary cap accounting rules operate. 
Signing bonuses, option bonuses, and certain roster bonuses are prorated or spread out evenly over the life of a contract for a maximum of five years. That's how you get a contract like freaking Patrick Mahomes for a, a, a half a billion dollars. You're spreading this thing out over a long period of time. Well, dead money incurs when you stop the contract. So you trade them or you release them or whatever. Okay. There are two major exceptions. Um, Oh, actually, let me back up. When a player is released, traded, or retires, the remaining proration of these salary components immediately accelerate onto the team's current salary cap, okay? There are two major exceptions to this general rule of proration. Only the current year's proration counts towards the cap when released, and if you're traded or retiring after June 1st, the bonus proration in the future contract is delayed until the following league year, which means early to mid Anyways, so point being, though, is that it will extend out over a two-year period, okay? So if the Raiders want to move on from Derek Carr and they by chance get an option opportunity to trade him, okay, uh, they're going to trade him, well, of course they would, before June 1st, but because that's when the money makes the most sense. Now, the way that Derek Carr's contract is structured, he's going to get traded three days after the Super Bowl because that's when all of his money starts kicking in. So the Raiders are going to avoid that. But to make it more relevant to the players that would potentially leave, no one is going to go anywhere because of these dead cap numbers. Devontae Adams' cap number next season is $31 million. No. So if the Raiders decided to move on from Devontae in a trade or whatever else, they're going to have to not only pay him his whatever guaranteed money that they owe him, but then that dead cap number kicks in. So what does that mean? Well, so if the salary cap is $220 million next year, okay? His dead cap number is $31 million. That means the Raiders' salary cap room is reduced to $190 million. Right. Make sense? Okay. When you look at um, his cap number for 2024, it's $23 million in dead money. In 2025, it's $15 million in dead money. The reason that the Raiders can move on from Derek now is his dead money is only $5 bucks. So it's only going to reduce their cap amount $5 million, which is not a huge cap deduction on a $220 million cap. Sure. So the people that say like, oh, well, they can save this much money by letting this player go. The savings get negated because, yeah, you may not have to pay this guy seven million bucks, but if his dead cap number is twenty million bucks, that's twenty million dollars off the cap that you can spend. So you're at a percentage deficit versus the other teams in the league to finalize your roster. All right. So Devontae Adams is the highest in 2023, but Chandler Jones is never going to go anywhere. Oof. He's got a twenty-five million dollar cap hit in 2023. Colton Miller has a $24 million, then I say keep chain cap hit, dead cap hit. So regardless of whether he's on the team or not, it's that's why they call it dead cap. So $24 million. Max Crosby, $20 million. Hunter Renfro, $11 million. Darren Waller, $9 million. And then back, and then down to finally Derek Carr at $5 million. You round out the rest of the top 10 is Bilal Nichols with three, Daniel Carlson with two, and Andre James with another two himself. Those players will never freaking move. The top five of that list 
aren't going anywhere. Right. Take your God dang emotions out of it, Raider Nation, and quit with this nonsense. It doesn't make sense to the money. When I say it's financial suicide, that's what I'm talking about. The team cannot afford to move on unless something disastrous happens or unless there's an absolute monstrous offer made. That you, they gave up so much draft capital to get Devontae Adams in the building to begin with. You'd have to number one return that plus more to get out of this idea that we would be, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make sense. So stop it with this conversation on social media and otherwise that players would one demand and out. Okay, fine. Go sit at the house and make zero. Okay. (laughs) And the but the and the Raiders aren't going to move on from them because they're contractually bound to that dead cap number. So it's an absolute it's mental masturbation. Yeah. Stop talking about it. You're not. It's never going to happen. And the last thing I'll tell you is this. And if you want evidence to why teams don't do this stuff, guess who's on our books in 2023 for 10 million dollars in dead cap money? Corey Littleton. Littleton. <laughs> Yeah. Corey Littleton in 2024 is on the books for $4 million in dead cap money. Dang. And in 2025, he's on the books for $2 million in dead cap money. That's what happens when you give a big contract to a player and then you move on from them. Now, I'm not questioning the Raiders on why they moved on from Littleton because clearly he wasn't performing, but that's the kind of devastation that happens wow. when you do that. Yeah. So you can't start stacking that stuff up. And the last thing I'll say is this, and then let's get to the sea of fan swaggo. I know Madden is not football. I know playing Madden football yeah, online. The video and, game. The video oh, game. Right, no, right. So, no, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. No, John Madden is football. <laughs> I'm talking about Madden the video game. Madden the video game is not real life. And you're not going to learn a lot about play calling and whatnot by playing damn Madden. But I will tell you this. Anybody that has ever played a franchise mode in Madden, you will learn all you need to learn about the salary cap. Totally. Go ahead and run through three, four, <laughs> five seasons playing Madden on franchise mode, and it will teach you every. I didn't learn all this stuff because I read it. I learned this because I'm a nerd-ass gamer that's played <laughs> Madden for my whole damn life. This is the, and, and these are the kind of things that you have to, that, that, that game will actually teach you that, that are one-to-one from the game to real life. You're managing numbers, and managing numbers is what are games, right? Like, there's no variance there. So you can really learn a lot about how the cap works. So anyways, I would encourage you um, to, to check that out. And for anybody that's having those conversations, those silly, silly conversations about players moving on, ain't nobody going nowhere. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, 
is. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. Hey, Jeff, you intro the sea of fans. I just got done talking for 94 minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, hey. so Ain't nobody want to hear this voice anymore. Absolutely. So you can reach out to us a multitude of ways. So more of us and more of you and less of us is a good thing. So you can reach out to us on uh, on email at uh, show. That is S-H-O-W. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, will you write that down? Yeah, yeah, hold on. I got it. I got my... Uh, that's S as in... Wait, hold on. Uh, that's S as in Stidham. Uh, okay. <laughs> H as in him. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, as in, uh, oh, wow, Stidham did really good. <laughs> and W, as in, wow, wow. Stidham's really <laughs> good. <laughs> at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, or you can uh, call us at 909-345-3346. That's, That's 909-345-3346. 3346. <laughs> so you can do each one of those things. And so if you email us in undefined amount of times, or you call us three times, you become a made man or a made woman. We got a new made man tonight. <gasps> we do. Let's go. Okay, let's go, man. So, hey, so each and every week, we start with the emails. And Michelle, who do we have tonight? We have Hooligan Nation. Nice. All right. Buona RFR crew, and Happy New Year from Hooligan Nation to the all the RFR family made men and women. First of all, sending big silver and black hugs to every football fan out there. If nothing else, this Hamlin situation proved once again that you never know how much time you might have on this rock or what might happen next. So take a second today and hug a friend. Let them know you care. You might not get the chance again. Now on to lighter things. So that's what it feels like to be excited about what could be again. Wow. I know we lost in overtime, but that kid balled out and gave us a chance in a game where, quite frankly, with injuries and the situation we were in, we had no business being in that game. Carr is gone, but that doesn't mean he wasn't one of the greatest Raiders of all time in the way he held himself and the organization up through some rough times. Rooting for Stidham to do well doesn't mean you're being disrespectful to Carr. Sometimes in business, you just have to pull the trigger and know when it's time to try something new. To all fans saying, I hope he, Carr, sticks to the organ- sticks it to the organization, I just don't get it. Isn't this your team too? Why does anyone want anything bad to happen to your own team? I hope Carr is able to get placed with a new team that gives him a good opportunity to succeed. I said it last offseason that maybe a new home is what he needs to get him over this hill and onto the next level. In the meantime, let's go, number three. This is the only thing I need for Christmas. Beat these damn queefs into the ground. Yes. I'm surrounded by these lot lizard lovers and their their chromosomally challenged ankle biters. Please, 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 just win, baby. I'll leave you with this question. If he plays well again, do we just roll with the horse in the stable next season, spend draft capital on defense and bolstering the O-line, draft a rookie like Hooker or the cheap and on the cheap and build him up over time? Do we need a journeyman, even if it's just to mentor a young QB? Am I the only one who throws up in my mouth a little every time they talk about Brady being a Raider? What are your thoughts on this? Oh, okay. So he's asking about what we think about Tom being a Raider. Thank you, Hooligan Nation. Oh, first, yeah, yeah, great, great email. Yeah. yeah. But he's asking us a question there. He did yeah, ask he us. Yeah, so, I mean, listen, 
This is going to be why <laughs> you think I got some hate on Derek Carr comments. Um, Tom didn't make that call. Walt Coleman did. You know, uh, we Tom Brady has been vilified. Why? Like, I would just, I would ask you that. We know why we hate Patrick Mahomes. I know why I hate Phillip Rivers. I know why I hate John Elway. Because they thrashed our asses for many, many years. Yeah. Tom had never done that. Tom didn't, wasn't the one that made that call. Like, I don't have the same level of hatred that most of Raider Nation does for Tom Brady because Tom Brady didn't do anything. I hate Tony Saragusa way more than I hate Tom Brady because his big ass fell on Rich Gannon, <laughs> broke his shoulder, and cost us a Super Bowl. I don't, that's why I don't like I don't like that guy because it was a cheap shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I, I don't I don't have that same level of venom for Tom Brady. And listen, man, I'm an Al guy. I'm a Raider guy. And Al said, just win, baby. We talked about it on last week's show. Al was a charger. Willie Brown was a freaking Bronco. Lyle Alzado was a Bronco. Romanowski was a Colt and the freaking Bronco. Like, there have been, Mike Haynes was a Patriot. There have been numerous Hall of Famers and Raider legends that came from other organizations. Right. All I care about is the W. All I care about is the Lombardi. And if Tom Brady is the one to get us there, I don't know. I think that there's maybe some certain poetry that can be involved in that. And I know I'm going to catch all the hate in the world. And that's okay. Because, again, you fandom how you fandom. And I'll fandom how I do mine. But it doesn't matter to me. I don't. I really don't care. If we can deal with Jerry Rice being a Raider, right. totally. that's a guy that yeah. actually punked us. Remember when he set the freaking touchdown record yeah. against the Raiders on Monday Night Football? Oof. I don't know if you turned the calendar enough to remember that Raider Nation, but I do. And he completely punked us. And then he started wearing our uniform, and I had to root for him. Right. So if we can get through that, we can get through damn Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I think people hate Tom Brady because he's so damn good. You know, and he wasn't on their team. So, and, and obviously the tuck rule thing, that's just going to bring a visceral reaction. Sure, because, sure. Because, I mean, it it is what it is. But, and I think I said this on the last show, if he can help us get to where we're trying to freaking get, bring in whoever you need to bring yeah. in. Get us where we need to get. I mean, if he's that guy, then he's that guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, wouldn't that be the ultimate Al Davis signing? You know, Al Davis <laughs> no. would just go yeah. and get the best players from whatever team in order to win. And, you know, I mean, and you see that clear as day with the Jerry Rice signing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know, mm -hmm. he just goes and gets his guys. And, yeah, they may be like maybe a touch past their prime. But Jerry Rice had some solid years for the Raiders. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I mean, it would be a total Al And he was move. four years older than Tom Brady. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, he was old. Hey, pretty damn <laughs> close, <laughs> dude. He was in Pretty the damn close, man. He's, so, he's hey, in his so, 40s, yeah, yeah. I, you know, li like we've said all night long, man, I, I'm a fan of the Shield and I'm a fan That's of right. the Raiders. So if Tom Brady becomes a Raider, then he'll be my favorite quarterback in the world. And, yeah. you know, yeah, what poetic justice would it be for him to write the tuck rule That's game right. by bringing us our fourth Lombardi, yeah, you know. Right. So, Amen. you know, yep. whatever. All right, we got silver and black Mac. Happy New Year! Let's put our twenty-three jersey or shoes on. The pursuit of greatness continues. Salute RFR, salute nation. Also, while we're at attention, two high fives, two pounds to the chest, and a real MVP salute to the first responders. Medical staff on the field Monday night that saved yes. a man's life in front of 60,000 fans. Amen. Speedy recovery to DeMar Hamlin. About the game. This season, we continue to ask for effort, not excuses, for other player, from other players. Offense. This QB change proves that. We saw three do a lot of things that four used to do. The most impressive attribute was running with toughness. Every part of the offense was involved. Only is we should have ran the ball more. Jermaine averages a false start per game. Ooh, that's true. 
Coldwell's blocked so hard. Dude knocked him back into week 16. <laughs> Not sure if we'll <laughs> see him Saturday. Hopefully he regains his footing. Good Lord. <laughs> There's a lot of A's and a lot of W's in that word. <laughs> Defense. A few plays were aggressive and on point. Most of the plays called were lacking tackling in open space and DB playing off coverage. Frustrating to watch. We need real offseason adjustments. Our defense should want what want to be the best. Looks like I'm going to lose my annual Washington bet. 100 per win, 50 per loss. Ladies and gentlemen, we had to upgrade the car so we can begin the journey to the Super Bowl in the Death Star. Not going to worry. I know we making that back. Salutations from the Silver and Black Mac. Raiders! Raiders. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, that was good. Great, yes. All right. All right, let's see. Oh, oh, this, oh okay, this is Frank Mosqueda. Mosqueda? Yeah. I should, um, oh, the unholy roller raider. I should never be this upset about sports and millionaire athletes, but damn, I haven't been this pissed since we had Jay Russell as our quarterback. What pisses me off is not that we had another losing season, but the way we were losing with all of this talent. I certainly believe McTrash planned to have DC <laughs> fail so that he can grow the numbers of car haters. This season has been a... FKN embarrassment and has left me disgusted <laughs> with Mark Davis. We all were finally feeling great after making the playoffs last year. The way we did it through all the shit that happened and we still made the playoffs with the first time interim head coach. We are and still are a few good players away from being a mid seed playoff team, but McTrash kept on purposely setting up our team, not his FKN team for failure. <laughs> I honestly don't believe the team trusts McTrash anymore. So JJ will definitely be the first to sign elsewhere, leaving behind big shoes to fill at running back because Zamir White will never live up to JJ, leaving us to be a pass first team, most likely, making McTrash play calling even more predictable. I'm not a car fan nor a car hater, but we've all seen him fuck up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We've <laughs> doing so good. No, no, you're doing so good. Well, he spelled it out this time, so my brain. Oh, I was okay. like Ron Burgundy. If it's on there, I'm reading it. But we've all seen him up and kick. <laughs> regardless of his talent, I love that he genuinely loves being a Raider, and he's won us so many games with tra trash ass rosters and coaches. This is a coup to overthrow this <laughs> man's a, dream. I need to be quicker of, on the button. Oh, I, I got it now. I got it now. This okay. man's dream of winning a Super Bowl with the Raiders. Davis and McTrash are crucifying this man's love for this team. He doesn't deserve this. It just makes me sick seeing former Patriots infiltrating and ruining our team, our Raiders. And Davis is probably in on it too. If not, it definitely has some NFL versus Raiders conspiracy feel to it. Happy Silver and Black Holidays from Frankie Mosqueda, the Unholy Roller Raider. Hey, Frankie. Appreciate you, Frankie. That's good. We're going to hear from Frankie later, too. He calls into the show. Yeah. He had a lot to say. Lot to say. All right, this is Tida. Yo. What's up, Murph Swaggy and Michelle Sweat? I hope all is well and everyone is safe and in good health. As I sit in my living room and drink the last Capri Sun, I can't help but think about the state of Raider Nation. My son thinks my daughter drank the last one, and daughter thinks my son drank the last one. My wife knows <laughs> I did, but she thinks it's funny watching them go back and forth about it. At the end of the day, nobody will care when I buy another box. Now, I don't like how people are downplaying Stidham's game just because you loved Carr. Yes, he had two interceptions, but those aren't the same interceptions we have been seeing all year. One was tipped by a lineman, and the other was with Miller on his lap, not bad placement or over or underthrown. 
He looked comfortable in the pocket and played with more heart. Now, I'm not saying Stidham is the next Montana or Peyton, just saying he looked manageable. But the Carr brothers losing this PR battle they are in with themselves, I'm starting to lose a lot of respect for them. Remember, I'll rather retire. What happened to that? He coming off as a very selfish person who only had his best interest in mind because he knew no team would want to trade for him if he wasn't committed to them. But did you only say that as leverage for a new contract or did you really care? Because I watched you say it's a business when it came to everybody else who traded or cut, who was traded or cut. Now he's unfollowing the Raiders and removing hashtags because he didn't get his way. Mm. David posturing picture, posting pictures of them in their 49er gear and having mm. one-sided yeah. takes on that NFL was, total oh. access. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Without taking accountability for your brother's play says it all. In Carr's press conference after the Pittsburgh game reminded me of Zach Wilson not taking responsibility for his play. Go down with the ship like you said you would. He would throw a bad pass and be mad at the receiver isn't jumping 10 feet out of bounds to catch the ball or going full Michael Jordan on Space Jam. Did you notice that the team came out with a different energy and played more as a team now that they don't have to deal with the holier-than-thou attitude? Hopefully the Carr brothers don't did themselves dig themselves a hole so bad that Derek will become more of a taboo conversation going forward. Anyway, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. I usually just pick two words to focus on. In 2022, it was self-awareness and accountability. 2023 will be progress and opportunity. So I ask you, RFR family, what progress are you willing to make so you will be prepared for the opportunity you want? Anyway, I'm looking forward to the future of the Raiders, and I hope whoever is in this team has success. P.S. Don't be a Skip Bayless. Oh, <laughs> nice, Tida. <laughs> respect, dude. Yeah, respect. Yeah, respect, yeah. Hey, I want to I comment quickly on, on something that he said in there about about David Card, uh, you know, posting all that Niner stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, and I, I, I put a few things out there this week about just like how I just kind of lost respect for that yeah. whole, you know, not only I'm losing respect for the Carr family, but, you know, David for sure. And somebody kind of took a run at me and said, like, well, but he played for the Niners. Like, what does he care? Like, what do you care about? Whether, you know, he doesn't care. He doesn't even know you exist. Those kinds of things, which is, is fine and it's true. Here's what I would ask you, though. Uh, that guy and anybody else that is – of the opinion that it's okay for David to be taking the runs that he is. Again, I get why he's sticking up for his brother, but why are you okay with somebody shit talking the Raiders? Yeah. Why? Why? Tell me, explain that to me. Well, because they did Derek Ron. I don't care. It's still the Raiders. Mm -hmm. You have this shit tattooed on your body. You hang it up in your house. You wear it on your back. Why are you okay with anybody shit talking the Raiders like I'm sorry I'm gonna be defensive for them because yeah. that's whether we like it or not there's a lot of our identity that's tied up in this stuff mm -hmm. like you know what I mean and maybe that's dysfunctional I don't know and I'll own it if it's unhealthy but like like for real like if someone's taking a run at the Raiders you're kind of taking a run at me right <laughs> no, so truth. it's yeah. not okay like I'm not gonna be just like oh well I understand no I don't and F you like I'm for real yeah yeah, for real. Yeah, don't talk about my don't talk about my people. Yeah, the Raiders are my people. Yeah, the Raiders the Raiders is like I mean the, besides m m the Lord and Savior Jesus That's Christ right. and my <laughs> wife and my kids, the Raiders are like right up there in the <laughs> shit that means the most yes. to me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like beside you know and friends and all that and you and you and all that yeah. stuff and you know but yeah I mean don't talk about my people, man. Like. You know, and who the hell are you? Mm. Who the hell are you, David Carr? You have a freaking Super Bowl ring on a technicality because mm. you were 
you know, third string quarterback to whoever, whoever. Eli, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Good for you. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Got two of these for you, dude. <laughs> Jeff is on one tonight, Got Michelle. Two I love it. My on one. I do too, but also David kiss my ass because <laughs> yeah, like grow up. Yeah. Absolutely. Ugh, Absolutely. Okay. I love it. Jackass. I love it. I love it. Love the fire tonight. <laughs> this is awesome. Freaking idiot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is Aaron in New Hampshire. Oh, I love is it. This hey, new, is hey. this a new email? Or is his uh, yeah, Aaron, in Aaron in New Hampshire? Aaron is, is new, but okay. I, I want to call out uh, much respect. Van City Raider. Tuck that shit, Murph. You talk shit about mm-hmm. our Raiders. You're talking shit about us. That's right. Thank you. It's personal. That's yeah. right. That's all. Yeah. Plain yeah. and simple. Raider Nation, baby. Day, you talk it. shit about the nation like you're going to freaking Exactly. Get we can talk shit about each other. Him. That's right. Yeah. And it's just like a family, man. <laughs> if you talk shit about each you know, we can talk shit. I'll talk shit about you. Yeah. But if some shit. You've been talking shit about me, Jeff? I do all he the time. Will. <laughs> all the time I do. But if someone you else jackass, is on pulling but up. If some <laughs> other, <laughs> but some other dick says That's something right. about you, I'm throwing hands, yeah. bro. Let's go. That's my dude. That's, That's right. Go. No, oh, I love exactly. you, Like in Vegas when that dude said F Raider Nation. I was oh, ready to, oh, I was oh my gosh. Yeah, we had to hold Michelle back almost. Oh my gosh. That was amazing, by the way. I would have took him out. He was, <laughs> I would have swept the leg. He'd have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> not, not scared of him. That okay. was amazing, though. That dude, the guy, the guy walking by, drunker than hell. We're, 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 all, we're all hanging out playing slot machines and stuff. And, 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 and he goes, "What? It was an F Raider Nation, F-Rater right? F Raider Nation." F-Rater, and Michelle went, "What?" And like was like I charging said, at him. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stepped at him. Yeah, you went I at him too. Yeah. Yeah, you were like Derek Carr in the pocket. You I were was. moving through the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, I was, in a, and I would have fought him. I don't care. I know. I know. If a woman hits somebody, they can hit back. He, he would not have had a chance. He wouldn't nope. have a chance. Oh, nope, let's absolutely. go. He hey, so, so BG, come Grissom. at me. Come at me. Oh, nice. So B, BG Grissom in the chat uh, says, "Love when oh. you say uh, I root for the Raiders now and then, but spend forty-five minutes talking about uh, who knows who back in forty-two. Come on, guys, love the show, and I'm a long-time supporter. But she's hey." Thanks for the nine ninety nine donation yeah. there. Yeah, that's awesome. that was the that was the most important thing of what you said, and we appreciate yeah. that. No, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little bit of a correction here. Go uh, for it, B- BG Grissom. Go for it. All right, I say I root for the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. Not I root for the Raiders of now, not then. I love the Raiders of then. I love the history of this football team from the legacies we've we've established from the amount of uh, equality and diversity and the amount of championships mm. and the wins and what this organization stands for. Dude, you will never find a bigger fan of that. And those are the Raiders that are the Raiders that aren't are in 2023 having Derek Carr as their quarterback. That's what I'm talking about. It's not about not celebrating what has happened and celebrating what Derek or anybody else was in this organization. He is part of what the Raiders that are. What the Raiders that aren't are a team that has him on the team going forward. That's what I'm talking about, BG Grissom. It has nothing to do with then... You know, going back and and listen. You say who knows who back in forty two. That's kind of funny, but listen, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And that's where when we get certain fans of other teams that go like, "Oh, the Raiders haven't run it," and since you've been alive, or since anybody's been alive, whatever. Then you know what? Doesn't mean it didn't happen. They don't stop counting Super Bowls just because they happened before you got your iPhone. 
Like, sorry, bruh. Like this stuff, the one in 76 and the one in 81 and the one in freaking 84, I all count just as much as the freaking Rams Super Bowl last year. So save me that freaking nonsense about that the history doesn't count anymore or it's not relevant or whatever. And especially Raider history. There's frankly nothing more valuable, valuable to me, Swag Jeff, as a fan than our history. And it only becomes more profound the less we win nowadays. Well, exactly. Well, and, and and you said it, you know, I mean, we were we are very aware and we have nothing but respect for the history of the last nine years that Derek Carr was the quarterback. And I'm sure that's the shot that we took and stuff like that. But, you know, going further on the path. Yeah, we love wins. We love when our football team wins. And the last nine years. Yes, Derek has had, you know, some great moments and things like that. But guess what? We haven't won. We haven't won. So, you know, so, you know, for us to be optimistic about the future, you know, whether or not Derek's a part of it or not, like, yeah, we want to win. Plain and simple at the end of the day. And if someone can't get on board with that, then I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, you know, good. We'll go buy a Derek Carr Colts jersey (laughs) or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's winning. And of course, we're going to be reverent of our last you know, of our past because we won in the past. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you said, it was kind of fun. 77, <laughs> 81 and 84. We won. We won. And yeah, we haven't won in a while and that sucks ass. But Big. guess what? We won then. So why not be proud of our past? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you think Fred Belenikoff is like not going to, there, there's an award named after the man. Mm. He went into the, into the hall of fame in 1988. Yeah. That was a long, that was, the, that was before a lot of you were born. I was born in 88. There you go. And, and so does that just stop <laughs> being would, relevant? That was the second best thing that happened in 88. The first was Belenikoff getting put <laughs> in the hall true. of fame, you know? Yeah. But like that, that stuff doesn't just stop being relevant. Cause it was a long time ago. No. So like, look, I'm sorry, man. And, and listen, and, and we've hung the- out with Fred Bolitnikoff, and he is hands down, like football aside, Raiders aside, all that stuff. That is one of the best men yeah. that I've ever met in my entire life. What he stands for, mm-hmm. what he does, just his demeanor, the way he carries himself, mm-hmm. his, you know, just, I mean, just so kind. And then, oh, yeah, he's one of the legends of our favorite team. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to be reverent of that. Are you kidding Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, but thanks for the nine ninety nine donation. But no, seriously, yes. and that's, and that, listen. <laughs> that's and, right, that's right. And listen, yeah, because that, and that kind of hit a little bit. That kind of hit a, hit a little yeah. bit of a, a, of a nerve, you know what I mean? Like, and not, and it's fine. You're, you're, you're fair to have your opinion but just remember there's a there's this distinct difference between talking about the raiders of history and the raiders that don't and have never existed right yeah yeah i mean because uh, we're talking about people who got us where we wanted to get you know so like if you forget that you're not going to be able to create that now so you have you have to remember those people like i mean it would be ridiculous to not hold them up to where they belong like it just doesn't make sense but obviously we're thinking about the future, that's for sure. But you gotta, you have to think about those guys to create what you want to create now. Like it just doesn't Amen. make sense. Ab- you know? Absolutely. Well, you know, we yeah. we interviewed, we interviewed, and 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 for those of you that haven't watched our Bolitnikov show, you need to go back and mm. do that because just the legends that we talked to and that you know such important people within Raider Nation we got to speak to. We got to speak to Violator, and yeah. one of the things that he said was. Don't drop your expectation. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Raider Nation and the Raiders themselves are to be held to that yes. standard. So 
Settling for anything less than that is unacceptable. Support your team, ride or die, no matter if we're 17 and 0 or 0 and 17. Support your Raiders, but don't don't let go of that expectation. And the expectations of that lie in 1977, 1981, or 1984 because we hoisted a trophy That's each right. one of those years. They so set the standard. They set the standard. Yeah. So why not? And then take it from me, who was a new Raider fan. Mm. I've been a Raider fan since 2019. You know, a majority of my life, I was fans of other teams, other things, whatever. And I finally joined the dark side in 2019. And I am so reverent of those. Like, I have more respect for, the, for our past now because I got to see what it was like to win. And yes, we don't. We haven't won recently. And that sucks. And I still love each and every guy that wears the shield and wears silver and black. But like. Those are the glory days, and yeah. I love those moments. Mm. So, you know, even well, as you a Raider fan. you got to have something to hold on to. Absolutely. Totally. One of, one BG of my... Grissom, though, they they did clarify some things. Yeah, so, they... <laughs> so uh, much love. Didn't mean to ruffle feathers. Not sure if you guys remember that I'm calling from the 775. Love you guys. Sorry I never called again. I'm phone shy. I uh, appreciate you, we'll BG call, Grissom. We more do time. get a little. We get a little. Well, uh, oh, man. Hey, uh, hey what we always say, like, the, the, the degree in which we uh, will evaluate your fandom is the passion in which you root. Right, and so, yeah. like, listen, we, we love. Passionated bitches the, right the, here. <laughs> well, and, and, That's true. <laughs> and last thing, and then I'm going to go back to Michelle to finish off the emails because we got Paul to get to. Um, yes, yes, yes. But one of the things that Fred said to us in the, in, in the interview was he said, you know what? We painted a lot of lines on the highway a long mm-hmm. time ago. And he told the, the current Raiders, when he was still with the Raiders organization officially, he told them, it's time for you guys to go paint your own lines. That, that was so hit cool. When he said yeah. that, right? It really yeah. did. That really did. And like, and if anything, like, come on, Raiders, like, just go paint some damn lines, man. Because yep. while we love all those and we're reverent of all those and we celebrate all those old lines, those are old ass lines now. Yeah. It's time to go start painting some new lines. And wouldn't it be so cool for them to see that too? You know, like to see the new Raiders paint some new lines oh. and they'll, they're still here to see it. Like that would be so cool. And these guys are getting up there, they're man. Fred's going to be yeah. 80 years old. That was probably you know? one of the coolest interviews I've ever been involved in. You that got to sit right next to him. I got sitting next to him, yep. give him his headphones. And he wanted that to be on so with cool. us for another 30 he did. minutes. He sure did. He did say that. Yeah, he that said that to so, you on he stage, did. He right? Said, I would have talked to the all for another 30 minutes. Like it was so cool. That was just awesome. the coolest thing. Awesome. Okay. All right, here we go. Aaron in New Hampshire knew New email? Did oh, yes, say yes, that? yes. Sorry, okay. Aaron, New Hampshire. Right. I was already going on go. the ball. <laughs> no, we got Aaron, Hi, Aaron, New Hampshire. Evening Nation, now that the season is over and we can agree that with our first pick of the draft, we need to pick the best defensive line player available. We're picking about seventh overall, and there appear to be two elite-level defensive ends and two defensive tackles. And with other teams not having the same needs as us, we'll probably be in a good spot to get one of the tackles. Brian Breesey most likely will be the last left available of the four. Not a bad pick. Otherwise, we should trade down. Now, I'd like to take a moment to thank Derek Carr. You brought us to the playoffs twice and made us relevant again. You are no Kenny Stabler, but your accomplishments are remarkable, all while dealing with a revolving door of coaches. Thank you. Now for the future of the QB position. If Carr is out, which is looking more and more likely, McDaniels will be forced to run to someone he's worked with before. No one is available no one available is going to do better than Carr in year one of a new system, and despite what Mark said, I doubt he's going to be happy with another year of taking a step back. Stidham did well against the Niners. He had the perfect setup. Four years with McDaniels. Carr has never seen f- year four in the same system, by the way. More weapons than you can shake a stick at, and they had next to nothing for tape on Stidham. 
and zero tape with all these weapons. I'm not sold on him yet, but he is the second best option for McDaniels. I think he's going to beg Jimmy G to come to Vegas in free agency. No, Tom's not coming here, nor do we want him. Tom will retire if he doesn't go to a team ready to win now. That's not this defense. Benching card now is a mistake. It should have been done after the Saints goose egg or not at all. I wish I had more positivity to share, but it's going to be difficult to endure the McDaniels error. Hopefully Ziggy can at least build the defensive roster while McDaniels is sabotaging our offense with his stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That way at least the next head coach might walk into a playoff roster despite what our records show under Josh. That's my hope for the future. Oh, and by the way, the Chiefs. <laughs> Sorry. Um. I didn't know how long it was going to go for. I know if we had a multi-syllabic one going on there. Let's try that again. Sorry, my bad. The Chiefs. There we go. Hold the line. <laughs> Hold the line, my fellow Raider fans. This too shall pass. Aaron in New Hampshire. Hey, Aaron nice. Yeah, because you could say those mother <laughs> Chiefs. That would have been my call. That would have been my call. Because, boy, I hate the Chiefs. Okay. Paul. Paul? Paul? Hey, everybody. Happy New Year to you all. I have to start tonight with best wishes to DeMar Hamlin and his family. A dreadful thing to happen to the guy, and I hope he's back on his feet soon. It looked so innocuous at first, but what followed was horrific to see. Fingers crossed for a full recovery. It certainly puts a dose of perspective on things, doesn't it? A lot has happened in the last seven days, hasn't it? There's never a dull moment at the Raiders, for sure. Since my last email, Derek Carr has left the building. We all have our opinion on Derek and his abilities, or lack of them, but I'd like to thank him for his efforts and loyalty to the Raiders. I wish him well for the future, unless he plays against us, and I hope there's no animosity between the two parties going forward. Just one thing, Derek, now that your brother has got his initial feelings off his chest, tell him to button it from here on in. (laughs) Yeah. I can't help feeling that the real reason David is so pissed off is that he's become irrelevant on TV now that he hasn't gone, got the inside track on the Raiders. Although I guess one more Raider hater on a panel would be welcomed by some. Sunday was another roller coaster, and sadly with an all too familiar outcome. It was really disappointing to come away with nothing again, especially against them. It pains me to say it, but they are they are a really good team. So to go toe-to-toe with them right to the wire was good to see. The attitude was good. There was no sulking after the car news, and the tempo we played at was refreshing. We didn't play with the handbrake on, and apart from a couple of plays, Josh McDaniel's play calling seemed to make more sense. Time will tell if that's down to execution or better quarterback play. I suspect it's a little of both. Incidentally, whatever they feed to Christian McCaffrey, can I get some? <laughs> He's a tough player to stop, and his stamina is off the scale. Jarrett Stidham was obviously one of the players of the day, and a performance like that again on Saturday would be very welcome. But the star for me was Devontae Adams. I'm not a religious person, but I'm thinking of getting involved because I'm seeing that guy perform a miracle a week. (laughs) A quick word to all you so-called Raiders fans that have said they'll support another team now that Carr has gone or want us to not get trade value because you're having a boo-boo over him. Screw you. Leave with him and don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. You clearly never had the Raiders in your heart or and soul from day one anyway, coming out with that garbage. Elsewhere, there's always a lot of talk about MVP awards at this time of year, and so many different names are being mentioned. My personal choice for Coach of the Year is Nathaniel Hackett. 
I'm so disappointed. <laughs> 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 That's funny as shit. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so disappointed in his sacking. He was doing a damn good job in my eyes. Player MVP has to be Russell Wilson. Keep going, Russ. You're doing well. Keep crying and keep failing on a spectacular level, you pathetic fart. <laughs> and so we come to this Saturday and the twice yearly attempt to try and stop Travis Kelsey. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Patrick Mahomes will stumble around like the fat-ass frog that he is. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't easy being green. Someday you'll find it. The rainbow connection. <laughs> and, 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 Robbers, <laughs> and me. And all of us are and Andy Reid will look like a confused walrus with whale burger juice on his vest. The big fat fatty. <laughs> but if we can stop Kelsey, we'll beat them. Vegas will be full of traveling families from Missouri, where the mother is the sister and girlfriend rolled into one. <laughs> and, the <clears throat> and the knuckle-dragging morons with six fingers on each hand will descend on the Allegiant Stadium in numbers they can't even count to. <laughs> You're keep it with six fingers on a hand. Oh, my gosh. I cannot put into words how much I hate the subhuman filth. Well, I could, but you wouldn't be able to read it out. If Jared oh Stidham doesn't play another down in the NFL after Saturday, please let him win this game. If you do, Jared, I'll buy a number three jersey. I'll campaign for your yellow jacket and I'll arrange for a ticker tape parade down the strip. I hate the Chiefs. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man. Five time, five time, five time, times two. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Good job, Paul! <laughs> Darn right you are. So, hey, are you guys okay with a three-hour show? Oh, yeah. Let's go. A three-hour show. A three-hour show. We knew this was going to take a long time. But, yeah, I mentioned we're off next week. Uh, We're normally here uh, on the YouTubes at uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio each and every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. But we're going to take off next week, and so we're going to get it all in tonight. And uh, we appreciate all the emailers. Those were great. Appreciate the chat room in there. Chat room is going off. Uh, Kiljadis is in there. Franklin is in there. Paul is in there. Ray Love is in there. Uh, Miss Ebony Graves is in there. Kevin the Raider Nerd is in there. Pineapple's in there. Foxy Scorpio. Lencho. Trinidad. Raider Critique. Uh, Ron the Materator holding it down. Titerator is in there. Uh, so many of our... Uh, Javi California is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends. We appreciate you so very, very much and your support of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, 
hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the thumbs up if you like what we're doing. If not, then um, I get that too. <laughs> then, <laughs> don't. then do something. Then do something. But I appreciate Ernie Cortez is in there. Uh, DJ Lenny Danger is in there. Oh. Uh, we appreciate you so very, very much. And uh, again, your uh, activity and support of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so you can email the show. Uh, Juan Avalos is in there. Appreciate you, Juan. Uh, you can you can uh, participate in the chat room. You can email the show, or you can call the show at 909-345-3346. And we've got some great uh, voicemails to get to tonight. And uh, the man hitting leadoff tonight, uh, uh, in honor of the great Tony Gwynn, who we know he's a big fan of, let's go down to San Diego and check in with our good buddy Mojo. Fellas, Miss Michelle, how's it going? It's your boy Mojo down here in San Diego. Just call the man. Uh, you know, I didn't enjoy the loss this weekend, but I did enjoy uh, watching Stiddy go out there and make it happen. You know, the kid, I mean, showed some, some heart, man. He looked like a good quarterback. He didn't look like a backup to me. Uh, I know, you know, we do need a body of work to make any kind of decisions or judgments on him. Uh, however, I do want to say this. Some of y'all Raider fans are a little bit crazy, man. <laughs> like, I'm all for supporting – Derek Carr and, and respecting him and thanking him for what he did for us. He was, you know, he weathered a lot of storms in the silver and black, man. Mm-hmm. He said some things, you know, he was always going to be with us or he was going to retire. That turned out to be false. Either way, no matter how you feel about him, listen, here pretty soon, the guy's not a Raider anymore, man. We can always appreciate what people have done, their contributions to our team, and he did more than most in the past you know, nine years. What I'm saying, man, is, you know, if if real life is imitating social media whatsoever, we got a whole lot of quote-unquote Raider fans that just seem a lot more like Derek Carr Mm. fans, dude. Now my alarm's going off saying it's time to work out. So until next time, just win, baby. Mojo out. Hey, there he is, our good buddy Mojo in San Diego. Love it. All right, good stuff there from Mojo. And, uh, yeah, there's uh, certainly, as we've talked about a lot tonight, there's certainly been a lot of evidence of that this week. Uh, before we move on, I want to uh, holler out uh, Javi in California. Yeah. Uh, nine, from the 909, I got family in Pomona. Uh, hell, yeah, much love. Go Raiders, man. Much love back to you. And thank you for that uh, 199 donation. Yeah. 100% of the money that we raise around here with Raiders Fan Radio goes to our nonprofit, uh, which is the One Nation Foundation, and we give all of our money away to Raiders-related charities. So appreciate you you hobby california in there for that all right um when we get to the callers and emailers too we'd love to have new calls we love to have new emails totally and uh we've got a couple tonight uh right here at the top of the show so first off we're gonna check in with juan raider uh brand new caller to the show and appreciate you calling out what's going on mr murph um it's my first time calling my name is juan juan raider from fresno california um I've been a fan since Mikey Murph Mondays, oh, man. man. I've been you. watching you for a while. Um, for the first take, I got to take. I got to say straight off, you know, um, you know, I respect Carr and I respect everything he's done for this organization and everything he's shown and proved. It's nothing but heart. But at times you do have to let him walk, and at times he makes that most amazing throws and at times he makes you cry and at times he makes you sit on the edge of your seat but let's be real there's been calls on both sides of the ball offense and defense that 
it makes you wonder why these guys were even signed as coaches, you know. But at the end of the day, I believe, you know, it was negative. No, excuse me. It was four, 11 degrees when he was playing. He couldn't hold the ball right. He couldn't throw right. And Carr is just notoriously bad when he plays a cold game. And I believe that the way the handling of this situation isn't right, you know. But at the end of the day, you have to see that Raider Nation has to move forward. And moving forward without Carr is going to hurt. But at the end of the day, I think it shouldn't have been right now. It should have been at the end of the year and just let him play. And that's how I feel. And and Raider Nation would appreciate the fact that this man has dealt with multiple coaches, multiple organized, excuse me, multiple coordinators and multiple defensive coordinators on the side of the ball and multiple receivers. Like, you have to see what this man's gone through and you have to respect it. But at the end of the day, let's go forward. Let's go Raiders. All right, there we nice. go. Juan Raider. Good stuff there from Juan. Absolutely. Appreciate you, my man. Yeah, you know, I'll just say this briefly. I think we all wish it could have ended different. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like there's absolutely regardless of how you feel about what moving on or not moving on, we all wish it could have been a little more, I don't know, celebrated or a little yeah. like a little cleaner, off season y kind of thing, but that's not what we got, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, the Raiders did what they had to do for business reasons. But appreciate the call uh, there from Raider, uh, excuse me, from Juan Raider. All right, next up, let's check in to the 424. And uh, caller didn't leave his name, but uh, we'll, let's uh, hear what he's got to say. I don't, I don't see why everybody's blaming Carr. Yeah, he had a bad game against the Steelers, but there's so many things that factor into it. And I think he's just being the fall guy. Nobody talks about how we. 17-point, 13-point, 10-point leads we blow. Nobody's talking about Patrick Graham, first-time defensive coordinator. It reminds me of uh, uh, Kit Norton Jr. when he was a linebacker coach, and they let him be the defensive coordinator with Jack Del Rio, and we were worse than the league in defense. I mean, come on. It's just, it's just simple. It's like on the Rams game, you run a draw on third and five. It's a, it's a mixture of bad play calling from McDaniels and bad defensive calls from Patrick Graham, and all of a sudden Carr – they're using Carr as the fall guy. This guy's had six different head coaches, six different coordinators. And all of a sudden, we want to get rid of Carr? These guys come in out of nowhere, all these new coaches, and now all of a sudden, it's Carr's fault. Carr's the fall guy, and it's not fair. It's just not fair. He's worked too hard. All right. We appreciate you calling the 424. Yeah. Hey, I don't think anybody's going to be celebrating Josh McDaniels' play calling yeah. at times. I mean, all it took was a, a you know a jet sweep on fourth and one to convince me that there wasn't improvements that could have been made. Um, but you know what? When when we we criticize one, it doesn't mean the other one doesn't exist. Right. Like we sure. can have both things going on there. Um, but I will say this, um, and I think those calls came in before the game. But I would say this that like play calling did it magically fix itself during this game or did it just look like a little bit different in the results because we had a different guy running the offense, man. I, you know, listen, I mean, you, everybody's got their own opinion, but Josh McDaniels will tell you, and we heard him in press conferences this week, we really didn't change all that much. Right. Right. Play calling didn't magically change. So I, I think that the change they made in personnel had a much, much bigger impact than, you know, quote the calling of the game. All right, next up. So this guy, he's in the chat room tonight, and he says, uh, um, I have to oh. apologize <laughs> in advance for my call. Uh, I was so pissed. Hey, man, 
brother, we're with you. Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> you don't ever have to defend a, a, uh-uh. an irrational or emotional take around here. There's a reason we do this show on Wednesday. Right. I'll just, right. just say that because if we did our shows Sunday night, now I... I go on the, the with the silver and black today guys and you know and those guys are buttoned up and professionals in real life media so I, <laughs> I really try to keep it under control but if we did Raiders fan radio on Sunday at 6:30 we couldn't. We, yeah, no, you we know just, what I'm no, saying? No, we just couldn't. We, we just couldn't. couldn't. It would be a disaster. So anyways, you don't ever have to apologize for your emotion and your passion, Raider critique, and, and I appreciate <laughs> right. you calling into the show. Murph. Mosh. Swaggy. Michelle. How's it going, everybody? I'm the Raider critique, man. I'm right down here in Central Texas. Proud made man and proud member of the Raider Nation. Now, what I've seen and what we all seen in this last week has been absolute fiasco, to say the least, in Tim Brown's words. Uh, I know exactly how I feel about it. And I hear all the rumors of uh, the, the quarterback that's name will not be mentioned. And, of course, Jimmy Carapolo and Lamar Jackson and all these other scrubs that they're talking about wanting to bring in here to replace D.C. With D.C. being bitched, obviously the writing is on the wall for him. This organization, this coaching staff doesn't have enough faith in him to let him continue on even with the small slightest chance that we still have for the playoffs, which, by the way, will end against the 49ers. We get our asses handed to us because Jared Stidham is not a good quarterback, regardless of whether he knows the system or not. I hope Raider Nation enjoyed this season seeing Devontae Adams play in the silver and black because we're probably not going to see him suit up again in the silver and black after this year. I honestly don't see any big-name free agents wanting to come over to the Raiders after seeing what they did to a solid veteran like Derek Carr and having the front office just pretty much implode everything that we have been building since we drafted Derek Carr back in 2014. Now, I know this phone call is going to be cut short. I've probably got about a minute left before it gets shut off here by Google Voice. But I can tell you this, Raider Nation, Tom Brady is not the answer. And if you embrace Tom Brady becoming a Raider, please turn in your Raider card now and get off of our fan base because no real Raider fan would ever want to see Tom Brady come over to the silver and black succeeding or not, I'm the Raider Critique, where we don't drink the corporate Kool-Aid and we tell the truth with intensity. <laughs> All right, there he is, Raider Critique. There's that passion. There's that There's passion. That passion. <laughs> I have too many Raider cards to turn in. I can't I turn can. them all in. I got too many. Yep. Mine's tattooed on my body, so I can't right? turn that Say, in. You know, so. Oh, you got a hoodie on. I was going to say, show. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, Michelle's got the Raider Nation I ink. Do. I got it too. Swaggle, what are you, you're slacking over there. What are we doing? Let's go get some tattoos. Oh, I'll get another one. I have a dice right here. Well, uh, Vegas. Well, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. 
I mean, we even got our show freaking lucky. Okay, well, I have more Raider swag than both that's of you combined. True. Well, that's debatable. Yeah, no, no, that's I was debatable. Say, you ain't you really seen my closet, go bro. You ain't my seen whole, my closet. Actually, my whole closet is nothing but silver and black. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we might. I gotta give Michelle maybe, the nod on this one, Swaggo. I, I love you, right. but. Maybe I should film my closet because Lamont checks me all the time. Like, you need some more color in your closet. I'm like, for what? <laughs> I wouldn't wear it if I had more color. My wife's like, where'd you get that shit? I'm like, no, no, no. I had, no, you just I've always say, oh, I ordered that. Like, that's, I've had that. I've had that I ordered that a while ago. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do have the same. Somebody gave that to me. <laughs> I just, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, found that. Yeah. No, yeah. Someone, someone left it on my it front. It just showed up in the <laughs> mail. Yeah, it was so weird. Somebody left it. Yeah, the postman from Raider Image. I thought you would like this. I don't know. I thought you might like this delivery. That's from, right. from yeah, from fanatics. That's right. I don't know where it came from. It was a lost package. Yeah, right. We just brought it to your house. That's right. It was silver and black, so I thought yeah, you. That's, that's, right. Right. Yeah. that's right. No, I do need a Raider tattoo. You do. Let's you go do get need a Raider tattoo for real. For Let's real. go do it. I'll get another Raiders tattoo. Me too. Let's go get for a real? freaking tattoo. Can we all go get a matching Raider tattoo? Dude, Milton, Milton Chavez is the freaking that's right. Goat yeah. tattoo artist, and Let's he's go. right down the road. Let's make it happen. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. Hey, seriously, don't back out on this. Legit. Like I want to do it. I would never Dude, back, back out, out on back a tattoo. tattoo. Are you kidding? What are you talking like to, 15, Jeff? I'm not backing. I want to go tomorrow. Like, you just tell me when. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. We got it. We got Mark it. Mark it down. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about again? I don't know. Where I are don't we? Know. All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's check. Oh, I know where we're going to go. We're going to check in with our buddy who calls himself the Unholy Roller Raider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is our good friend, Frankie Mosqueda. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Frankie Mosqueda, the Unholy Roller Raider. Love the show, man, always. And uh, a couple of days ago, mentioning a very interesting uh, thing about the winning formula with quarterbacks and, you know, on their, on their rookie contracts. So now that got me thinking, man, I was like, after after Gannon, I mean, where did our money go? I mean, I don't even remember. I think the only guy we might have paid a shitload to or maybe it was just uh, the draft picks was uh, Carson Palmer. But I don't remember anybody else. Um that we brought in with, I mean, maybe Randy Moss. But where did our money go, man? What was it? what was the money spent? Because we had trash for years. Yeah. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Love you all, man. Happy New Year. Go Raiders. Hopefully next year is better. But uh, if it's not, <laughs> then it is what it is. <laughs> oh, There's man, a real Raiders fan you right there. Tell, you can tell he's a Raiders fan J-W-D. for a minute. <laughs> Just win, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be rolling, guys. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, you're welcome, Frankie. We thank you, my friend. Man, that's fantastic. Uh, that is so funny. So, right. hey, Michelle, this is really cool. So, Frankie's been around our show for a long time. Mm-hmm. We met him at the draft in 2019 face-to-face. And, of course, he's just been around and been a supporter Raiders fan radio. But that was the third time oh, nice. that, no that Frankie has contacted the show. So Frankie Mosqueda, congratulations. You are the newest Hell made man. Yeah. Welcome to the table here at Raiders Fan Radio. Nice. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost 
equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, there he is, Frankie Mosqueda. Congratulations, Absolutely. man. Kill Jada says, welcome to the table, Frankie. Pull up a chair, and while you're at it, pass the garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. good, good stuff there from Kill Jada. All right, uh, next up, let's check in with our but Wow, we're, a lot of, there's a very SoCal theme going on here. Hell yeah. With the 424 and Juan Raider, and then uh, Frankie Mosqueda, and then now Animal Mother, who was down there in, uh, what, he's like west of L.A., I believe. Yeah, yeah. Hey, animal mother, calling in from SoCal, <laughs> from the mountains, up here in the snow. There you go. Uh, I want to thank, uh, I want to thank <laughs> City, gave us a little bit of hope, you know, hope is nice. Uh, but What's of course, that feel like? Of course, it's all for not. <laughs> it is what it is, man. We're dysfunctional. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was nice to see a quarterback just throwing it, just throwing the ball down the field and, like, not being a... So that was good. Um, but, Spoken like yeah. a true Marine, man. Hurts. It is what it is. And then, uh, you know, now we got to look uh, look towards next season. Um, it could always be worse, I guess. We could be, you know, Chargers fans. Uh. lame. All right. Love you guys. And mother out. (laughs) Nice. We love you too, brother. Uh, One of my favorite of the new callers to the show, man. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Started his calls this year. A couple uh, donations to shout out real quick. Holly California again in there says, Opinion, start Stidham with the next two years, uh, then give the bag for Caleb. Um, Caleb with... I don't know what that is. Um, deserve a little respect. Oh, guard is Caleb W. I don't know who Caleb W is. That must be a, one of the college players that I'm not oh, familiar yeah. with. Um, card deserves a little respect, man. Uh, give him uh, all his four years, win nine years with Carr. Uh, yeah. So th- he's talking about basically we had a lot of challenges Oof. the nine years before oh, yeah. uh, Derek Carr too. No one disputes that. And, mm-hmm. I, and no. I forget which one of the callers asked about where all of our money went. Yeah. Well, it went to guys named Matt. Matt McGloin, Matt Schaub, Matt Flynn. Um, there was, I don't know, Aaron Brooks was in there. We had... Oh, it's Caleb Williams Caleb from Williams. USC. Oh, yeah. there you go. Thank you. All right. USC. Oh, there you go. Okay, Caleb Williams from USC. Because oh, we're, yeah. we're more on like the... The, what, like the, the the guy from Kentucky, Will Levis, Will right? Levis, yeah. You know, we're hitting hooker. We're like, I don't know if we're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. I really don't, especially if Stidham continues to perform well. But, um, but yeah, there was a certain litany of quarterbacks that came through. Um, and But Jamarcus was the big thing. Like, where did the real bag go? It was Jamarcus because back then, the reason that the NFL has a rookie wage scale is because of Jamarcus Russell. Because mm-hmm. back at the time, it cost us $35 million in guaranteed money for a guy that was a total bust and didn't pan out, wasn't on the team anymore, and it literally thwarted the Raiders for five years. Jeez. It was a, f- like, that was a six-year 
destructive or destructive pick. Like, so anyways, thank God the rules changed. So now if you whiff on a pick, it doesn't devastate your salary cap in the way that it did. But that's the big thing. Frankie is who, who asked that. Sure. That was the big contract. That was the one that got us. And yeah, Palmer sucked and all that other stuff hurt us too, Swag Joe. Uh, Tell us how much yeah, he, he sucked, Swag. But that one, that, that, that Jamarcus contract, that was the one that absolutely put the nail in us for, for all those years. All right, next up, let's go down to Alabama and we'll... So speaking of L.A., let's go to Lower Alabama and check <laughs> oh, in with our go. buddy Josh in the 703. What up, fam? First off, I want to say congratulations to Eric He played pretty well. Defense, not as much. And I'm sorry, but it's a huge indictment on Josh Daniels. Another 10-point lead lost. Uh, the game lost on this dude. I don't know <laughs> Patrick Graham to blame or what. What was Blinker run? You know, that's Make that turn already. Make that turn, bro. <laughs> coaching right there. I don't care what no one says. You can't have that many blown leads and not be coached. You know, uh, car's gone. I think, you know, I know it's Raiders over everything, but I'm big on professionalism and loyalty. That man was loyal to this team. I know it's a business, but that was classless of how they let him go. Hey, I'm sorry. That was classless. That was unprofessional. The man had given you everything. And they could have let him finish the season out because it's just two games. I mean, we ain't going nowhere. All right. Let him finish it out, sit him down and say, look, man, you weren't good enough. We're moving in a different direction. But at least he would have finished his career. And honestly, I think that he would have retired. If, it, if that had happened and he's like, okay, you don't think I played good enough, you're going to let me go, you know, I'm going to retire. And anyone that thinks, oh, he needs to help the Raiders out with a trade, no. Loyalty is a big thing. And if I'm loyal to you and you stab me in the back, don't you be asking me for shit. And that's how he needs to be with this. It's not about helping the Raiders, it's about his future. Because I'm sorry, that's fucked up the way they did that. Um, I hope we get a rookie. I can support a rookie coming in and, you know, seeing how that all goes. I don't know about Jared Stinson's answer. I'm not going to ride this train because I've seen a quarterback come in and he wows us and we're like, yeah, and then the motherfucker sucks. He had a good game, though, so I'm not going to take that from him. But, you know, it's consistency and all that. But I'll say one thing. Raiders over everything. But they better not bring that douchebag fucking worthless man Tom Brady. There it is, Josh in the 703. Hey, uh, uh, a couple super chats also in there. Uh, Leo Torres says, uh, can we trade car to Washington for their best wide receiver? I guess that's Terry McLaurin. Is, yeah. is who Scary he's talking Terry. about? Scary Terry. I mean, I don't know what the contracts look like, so I, I don't know. Not. I mean, sure, would that be a nice exchange for the Raiders? Would Terry McLaurin be a great number two to Devontae Adams? Yeah. Absolutely, but this isn't Madden. Of so but we don't know it, what the we don't know what the contracts look like. You know, like. everyone, it, we've all been talking about trades and all that stuff. I Man, I just don't think it's going to happen. Man. I, it's I think, not. I think at this point, I think they're just going to cut their losses, be done, move forward. So what does that mean? Someone else has to take his 
the money? Like, what does that mean if you just cut? No, so his contract well, will just be up, right? So Derek's contract starts getting guaranteed three days after the Super Bowl. Okay. So what happens is that you, if you're going to agree in tr- to a trade, right. okay, the league season doesn't start until like, I think it's like March 15th oh, okay. or something like that. So that means that you have to agree and trade in principle with a team, but it's a handshake deal. There's not an official thing that can happen until March. Oh. So if a team like, I don't know, say the Colts, says, okay, we'll take Derek for a third. And this idea that like we're going to get a first and we're going to get a first and a second. No, you're not. We're going to be lucky if we get a, like yeah. an offer for like a third. Right. Okay, so say they say they they get that kind of an offer. Well, the trade can't happen until after the, the league year starts, in which case you're already going to have to start taking on all that salary. Ooh, okay. So if a team backed out, if the Colts backed out, we'd be screwed. Oh, so what, like what Jeff is saying, odds are this is going to be a flat release. Yeah. It's, this is not going to be a trade possibility. So there's a lot of, you know, conversation around trades, but it's going to take a, it would, mm. it would have to be like something like, I don't know, maybe if we, we talked about like a new England and I, I know you're sick of the freaking Patriots Raider nation and I get you. But there's a relationship and a trust that exists between Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, and Bill Belichick. Yeah. And I would think if Bill told them, okay, I'll take Derek for X amount and I'll take him at this time, they could probably trust something like that. Right. But are you going to trust the guy from New York? Are you going to tr- I don't even know who the GMs are of those teams. Right. Are you going to trust those other teams? Are you going to trust Pete Carroll or whoever in Seattle? I, I don't know if you can. And and because there's so much riding on it, all that financial suicide that I referred to, referred to earlier, mm. that's in play. If a team backs out, then we're stuck with them. Yeah. And then you're going to get a Niner Jimmy G kind of thing. So yeah. I, that's, it's not going to go that route. It's not going to go that route. All right, one more. Um, there was another uh, super chat there. Leo Torres again. Do we give DC another year with better players? No, brother. He gone. That's gone. Yeah, he gone. That, that ship has sailed. That ship yeah, has sailed. But yeah. we appreciate that. No, no, that. no, 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 no. I think he's talking about D- oh. the, the DC. Oh. He's talking about Patrick Graham. Patrick oh, Graham. our DC. We didn't even talk about his oh. ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I, there's, there's certainly been improvement on the defense, and improvement is a result of coaching. But there's been a lot of shit on defense this year, man. It's been yeah. bad. It's been but, bad. like, when you look at... I don't know. We, there's a whole conversation yeah. that we could have around um, complimentary football and like the offense staying on the field more and the mm. defense has been hung out to dry a lot. I think there's probably a little more wiggle room than what we thought early on. Cause look five games into this season, I'm on this show going like, get rid of this dude and don't hire anybody <laughs> else on our, to coach our defense with the initials PG, like the end, like that, that this is enough, but there, there's been, and when you look at, like, I know we gave up a shit ton of points to the Niners, but we created turnovers. We cre- had a lot of things positive happen against a really good freaking offensive football team in a, in a game where we're depleted of our two probably defensive best defensive players. Yeah. Then lost Anthony Averett along the way and all this other stuff. So, I don't know. There might be some wiggle room in there. Um, give them another year. I, I don't know. I, I, th- I think they will. I think they will. I don't see them, like, because yeah. if they didn't already let him go. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unless somebody like huge comes on the market that's mm-hmm. a defensive coordinator, I don't, I don't, I don't see him no. making that big of no. a move. But well, that's a great know, question. It, it is a great question, you know. But you know, I'm with you. Like our defense, kind of, especially over the last month, like it's looked pretty yeah. decent. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, and it's yes, 
and we're depleted it's now. It's yeah. 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 yeah, there's been flashes yeah. of greatness. We've seen more turnovers this year mm. than we have probably in the Duh. last three. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, so you look at that and you go, well, you know, we're depleted. You know, Perryman's out. Now Chandler's out. You know, we've had, you know, Nate Hobbs has been in and out mm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, You're down I, to I safety. They, like I said, they give him I mean? another yeah. shot. He'll probably, yeah, he'll probably end up getting one. I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great question. Uh, and I don't know if I'd really endorse that. I think if I just, if you're asking me what my opinion is, no, I think you move on. I think I, you find yeah, somebody I else mean, to coach I'd say probably so too. Yeah, yeah, but I've been saying that for a long time. But <laughs> I, I, I kind of get, though, where it might hedge a little bit now at this sure. point. All right, three more to get to before we get out of here for the night. Let's go and check in with our buddy Storm. This is a storm just calling you with some thoughts about oh some small news. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> um, the entire Derek Carr saga is coming to an end. And you know what? First of all, first things first, respect to Derek Carr for being our quarterback for nine years, leading the franchise in just about every quarterback category that you can. Much respect to him. Uh, I was glad he was our quarterback. And, you know, I'm glad to be moving on. I hate the way this has happened, though. But I have some thoughts on that. So, first of all, I wanted to shout out Michelle for her uh, what she said last week. I thought this was a great comment, that Derek Carr's level of play didn't match his level of loyalty, because I thought that was just so good and described the situation so well. I mean, this sucks for everyone. It sucks for the Raiders who showed loyalty to Carr. It sucks for Carr who is a true Raider and wanted to be a Raider. It sucks for everyone that it didn't go off the way you wanted it to. But, and this is my line of thinking, I think that assuming we didn't win, which, you know, look at the rest of Carson here, assuming we didn't keep winning, I think the longer things would have gone on, the more painful things would have been. Imagine if this was a 35-year-old Derek Carr who couldn't leave, you know, couldn't go out and create another legacy for himself. That, I don't even want to think about that, the amount of tears of anger that would come from that. I just think that this is what happens when you're loyal to a fault. Loyalty's great, but... This is what happens, I really feel like, when you have too much loyalty to a, well, to a player and to an organization. Those are my simple thoughts on Derek Carr. Not, I feel like most of the stuff about Derek Carr has already been said over the years. You know, it, it sucks what happened. I'm glad they're ready to move it on. I'm glad Derek Carr gets a chance to reset. That's, that's what I think. You know, shout out to the main men and everybody else. Go Raiders. Go Jared Stidham, you know. We're behind you, especially after that 49ers game. Go Raiders. Here's to the future. All right. There we go, Storm. Great take, man. Great call. Great call. Good call, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good stuff there. Appreciate Storm. And, uh, man, all the callers tonight have been fantastic. We got two more to get to. Uh, Let's head up to New Jersey and check in with our good buddy, Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh, Young Swaggo, Michelle Sweat. This Rev Raider caller from Jersey. Trying to recover my voice back from uh, New Year celebrations and stuff like that. Happy Gregorian New Year to all of you good people. <laughs> but uh, just want to talk about the game for a minute. You know, seemed like it was a it was a, de- a decent look. You know, we seemed a little bit better on offense at times. You know, I'll say this. You know, as as much as it did look good, you know, I say same uh outcome you know same deficiencies you know now yeah uh didn't brought another spark to the to the team who really brought a spark to the team 
rightfully so. You know, dude has experience in the system. You should know the system. You know, of of course, it's a different look, so or a different QB, so that's going to bring a little bit of different energy at times. But at the same time, I saw the same uh, drive stifling uh, penalties. Like Illuminor again puts us in the third and fifteen yes. doing dumb stuff. Ugh. We kind of slowed down an offense on on um, in the second half. Yeah, we had the big play to Devontae Adams, but it still slowed down. We didn't run the ball like we wanted to. Uh, the line kind of started to falter a little bit with more pressures and stuff like that. But at the same time, it was the same outcome to me. But still hopefully optimistic. We'll see, you know. And at the same time, let's show a little respect to our former quarterback. Like I hear people saying, well, D.C. wouldn't have did this and D.C. wouldn't have played this, you know. Let's put a little respect on him. Yeah, he had a rough year, but at the same time, let's not use that number one defense thing. You know, they were they they are the number one defense at the time when we played the Broncos earlier in the season. They were like the number one defense at the time when we played the Chiefs. They were saying they were the number one defense at the time, and we showed up at that too. One in a win, one in a loss. You know, so you never know any given Sunday or whatever day. You know, you play the game. You know, that's why the games are played. But that's just where I'm at. Let's see where Stidham goes, you know, if he's the guy or not. You know, we'll see. Love you guys as always. Peace. All right, there he is, Rev Rainer. Love you too, man. Great call. That's a fair point, man. Yeah. That's a fair point. For everything that we've been talking about in terms of criticism of Derek tonight, I thought that was a very, very fair point there. And I appreciate our buddy, Rev Rainer. All right, one more to get to. Uh, man, we're all over the, the I, we started off in, in a heavy LA concentration or Southern California at least. And now we're going to go all the way to the other, uh, the, the most Southern point of the, of the U S and we're going to check in with our buddy, Captain Jack down in Florida. Yarg. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Yarg Nation, how you doing? It's Captain Jack talking to all the fans of Raider fan radio. And now I don't have to use that scratchy voice anymore because, <laughs> damn you, what do you want me to make sure I actually have a voice this weekend? It's Chiefs Week, which means we got a lot of things going on. I tell you what, a great, great start for the Raiders in the first portion of the Jarrett Stidham, hey, I can be a quarterback for this team movement. We'll see this weekend when the uh, Chiefs actually get some game film on them. But you know what? All I know is, is that the new regime – is taking a hold, and whether you like it or not, the Raiders are going to be turning new leads. So get on board. If you're a fan of the silver and the black, a fan of the shield, I don't want to hear any shit from you. <laughs> there you go. Be a fan of the Raiders, and y'all take care. We'll see you this weekend out in Vegas. It's this week. Scout those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Love it, Captain Jack. Oh, he's the best. He's the best, man. Our good buddy, Captain Jack Rackham. And if you don't follow him on 
Twitter and all the other stuff on all his other platforms and definitely check him out. And uh, of course, yes. on the Facebooks and all that kind of stuff. He does a show and, and, and we love Captain Jack. We saw him at the Bolitnikoff dinner uh, just a, a few weeks ago and, and always love it when we hear from him on this show. And Captain Jack, you are now well on your way to becoming the next oh. made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. Absolutely. Every time I see him, he's always like, I'm always like doing something when you guys are live and I'll make sure I'm going to start making calls. Sure enough, here we go. So now we got called. I think yep. that's number two. Oh, yeah, nice. that's number nice. two. Well, you know, okay. So I'll say this. So, I'd right, say this. So he's so he's he's cut us an ID. He's done the stuff. Mm. We've got the. Are you fuckers? <laughs> you know, we got yeah. all that stuff. So so one more time, Captain Jack, you call in and you will be the next mate. Oh, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Absolutely appreciate you, Captain Jack. And I uh, also want to want to uh, give much respect to Miss Ebony Gray. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, "2023, let's love one another and remember, it's just nice to be nice." Mm. Happy New Year, Raider Nation. P.S. Time for an RFR link up in Nashville. Yeah. Absolutely, Miss yeah. Ebony. One hundred percent. Absolutely. We'll do let's we'll do a little meetup this summer or something. Yeah, yeah. We ought to. Yeah. We had a damn blast having everybody in oh town for the God. Titans game. <laughs> it so was good. we were we were uh it was we were getting turnt as the kids say Turns. here in the fan yeah, cave. We <laughs> it was a yeah, blast, we man. So so fun. Uh all right. Um I'm gonna say one last thing and then and then I'm out and then I get shut me up and we got there's so much to talk about. I know, right? <laughs> there was a lot. In my yeah. show notes, I didn't even reference show notes tonight. But there was one <laughs> thing I want to reference because it came up in the chat room earlier too. Um, this, this last home game was about 60% Niner fans. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Niner fans in the stands and I get why Raiders fans sell their tickets and I get, you want to make some money back and I, look, I don't begrudge it. Team's not playing well. Like I, I get all that stuff. Um, but what I, what I will tell you is that, is that it's, it's a little detrimental or not, uh, not detrimental. It's a little bit of a deterrent for Raiders fans. To buy tickets though to the stadium, and uh, and I've got the list here. Average home game ticket price um, for this last season, the Las Vegas Raiders are by far number one at an average of five hundred dollars a ticket to go to the game. Golly. Next closest is the Patriots at three sixty, then the Bucks at three fifty, and then the Chiefs at two eighty five. We literally double the Chiefs wow. in terms of cost to go to a Raider game. So I get it. So when you think about the secondary market. If you can sell your tickets for, if you say you face value on them as 300 bucks and you can sell them for two grr, I get it. I get it why people are doing what they're doing. So, you know, and it's a destination city and coming from a cold weather town, like, I mean, look at, or not cold weather town like San Francisco is, but like in New England's case or whatever. And we'll see what happens this, this, this weekend too with Kansas city. But I don't, I don't begrudge those folks, but I will say that it is a little bit of a drag. Watching a Raider game and seeing a Absolutely. sea of red in the stadium. Absolutely, right? was so much. Mojo, I remember, I think in the chat last week, he said he only sells his tickets to Raiders fans and doesn't have a hard time finding people to sell them to. I mean, I don't have tickets, so I don't know. But um, yeah, that is, I wrote, it was so apparent in this game. I mean, I've, you can see it in other games, but man, this one was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. it was a yeah. lot of red. A lot of red. Lot of red. Pro- probably the most away fans I think I've so. seen all year. Yeah. I think so. And I think probably Saturday's going to be the same thing because. I mean, well, and they're playing for a number one exactly, seed now. Like now, they're exactly. playing for something, yeah. and we're playing for, for what to hope see Jared instead of have a good uh, game and yeah. we beat the Chiefs. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think you can. I just think it's futile to compare it to Oakland. I don't think you can because I know a lot of people lament and say Oakland would never. Well, Oakland can't anymore. So, like, yeah. you kind of have to table that and really hope the team. 
steps their shit up and starts winning games and well, starts yeah. doing things that's that are more productive. That's the cure-all. Raiders fans will show out when they start seeing some production, and, and that's the sad reality of the, the business. And, yeah. you know, and when we drove down early in the game, like, because that crowd was getting loud. And like in the last game, the last home game, we yeah. were there when they played the Patriots. We had false starts on on offense because of crowd noise and whatever, which is totally embarrassing. Um, which and it started to go that same route, and then you drive the I can't talk. Then you drive the ball down the field. Mm. All of a sudden, all those Niner fans yes. start getting real yeah. quiet. Shut you know what up. I mean? Shut their asses mm-hmm. up. And hopefully, if that's the case this weekend, if there's more red and yellow and a bunch of people that look like they just got off shift at McDonald's in the stands, like hopefully we'll freaking drive. The, and no disrespect to those of you at McDonald's, a lot of disrespect to those of you that wear those stupid Chiefs clothes. <laughs> um, but if, but if that's the case, then like. You know what I mean? Like you got to shut them up early. Yeah, Drive that ball downfield, put it in the end zone, yeah. score in the red zone, and then yeah. guess what? They get real quiet. They're quiet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and don't don't sell your tickets to our rivals. Yeah, you know, sell them. But if, how do you know? Mojo says he doesn't have a hard time finding Raiders Raiders fans to purchase his tickets. Really? I don't know what that means yeah. for everybody well, just don't else. Sell but your he tickets says on... he doesn't. He only sells to Raiders fans. Yeah. Well, well, at least don't sell your tickets on. Like to the Chiefs game, yeah, or to a Niner game, or yeah. you know, if well, you that's the thing them, that I'm wondering, like to the you know Cardinals game, right, or the right, right, Texans right, 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 yeah, game yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah, or, you know, yeah, something but not like that, these you know, bitches like the Chiefs, <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. Well, Juan Avalos in there says Raiders fans are allowed to purchase tickets as well. Amen, and I think that's yeah, the ultimate that point. Yes, that's right, and like that's what Michelle is saying that like when the team wins and Raiders yeah. fans want to go to the game, like listen, Vegas isn't that far from L.A. Yeah. Vegas isn't that far from the Bay Area. That's right. It's a short ass Southwest flight to get to Vegas, and yes. guess what? You spend a few bucks at the crab table, and you can stay in yeah. hotels for free (laughs) you know what i mean like it's not that hard to get to a game in vegas so that's a great great point all right great calls tonight great emails so uh if you're new around here we take the best of the best and we award what we call the sizzler award to the best email or phone caller of the night swag jeff's got that duty and swago who do we got tonight yeah of course so we uh we started with some great emails hooligan nation silver and black mac frankie mosqueda a titerator Aaron in New Hampshire, and Paul. Great emails all the way around. Uh, we started the voicemails. Normally, we started off with Sonny, but Sonny, uh, he was a little late to the, to the you know. Yeah, we'll get Sonny next week. Didn't quite hit the buzzer. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, instead, we started with Mojo. And Mojo, Mojo great call. Killed it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then Juan Raider called in. It was his first call. He's questioning the coaches and cold weather D.C., and but, the Raider, Na- but Raider Nation must move on from D.C. Uh, caller in the 424 says DC's the fall guy. It's all about bad play calling and the defense. Raider critique called, and he was big mad. Big uh, mad. Frankie yeah, Mosqueda called, and he was big made. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, what yeah. you did there. Add an E. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, so Josh in the 703, uh, he, congratulations, Stiddy. I uh, said it was the defense was really bad. He was sitting at the longest red light in the history yeah, of the world, was. I think. <laughs> and he calls out how the D.C. situation played out. And man, F. Tom Brady. Uh, Storm called. Respect to Carr and his chance to... Re- and uh, and respects the chance for him to rejuvenate his career. Rev Raider called, said the team seemed better at times. The scheme still needs work. Uh, uh, same outcome every single time. It doesn't matter. And respect to Derek Carr. And Captain Jack says it's Chiefs week, but respect to Stidham. But this week, I am going to give the sizzler to a guy that's he's he's become a favorite caller on the show, and he just came with an epic call this week. Uh, Animal Mother, oh, you are yeah. tonight, sizzler. Hey, nice job, Animal Mother. Hell yeah, sizzler. 
Sizzler. Sizzler. We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Ha, Lencho. Perfect timing with the freaking Joker avatar on his chat right there. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ho, hee, ha. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, uh, so many of our wonderful friends uh, in the chat room tonight. Uh, Lencho is in there. Frankie Mosqueda is in there. Vegas Raiders Pete is in there. Paul Edgerton. Uh, that is, of course, Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi. Tider Raider is in there. Uh, part 1975 Raider Critique. Um, Vegas, oh, Vegas Raider already said that. Uh, Kiljadis is in there. Corey Burham is in there. Juan Avalos is in there. We appreciate all of you. B. Al is in there. He says Murph rap. So I made a deal with Mikey that every time that we would beat the Chiefs, I would rap. I don't think that's relevant at this this season, man. I mean, if we had something to play for, then then then, then yeah. maybe then, then maybe. But you don't think beating the Chiefs is worth a little rapping? I don't know. I'd take it maybe a different bet. I don't know if I need okay, I've already okay. done that once, yeah, right? That's true. That's and, true. And, and Swaggo and Uncle Mosh wrote my lyrics, which was amazing, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Ghost writers. Yeah. Bars. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Straight yeah. up bars, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do something fun. We'll yeah. do something fun. We'll workshop that one. Yeah. We'll workshop yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. We're yeah. off next week, anyways. So, uh, but appreciate you uh, tuning in. And yes, yeah, so we're off next week, but check us out the week after. Thank you to all of those of you that are in the chat room tonight. Thank you to everybody that supports us uh, uh, on the audio version of the podcast thank you to uh, just blog baby and fansided for making us the official uh, raiders podcast of those two entities thank you to my co-host tonight thank you to swago thank you to michelle y'all rock i love you guys so much we'll see you not in a couple weeks we'll see you on saturday for the oh, music city right. raider nation right. watch party michelle yeah, yeah yeah raider nation hang in there good times I, I believe good times are coming so hang in there with us Absolutely. And and thanks to everyone in the chat. Thanks to everyone that donated. I didn't take a tally on it tonight, but I know we made over a hundred bucks tonight. Hey, so let's yeah, go. Much, let's go. Much, much respect to each and every one of you. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. This was fun. Uh, you know, whether you love Derek Carr, you hate him, or whatever, whatever, it's all about the silver and black, That's man. Right. That's all we That's want. Right. We want the, we want the wins on the left to be bigger than the losses on the right. And you know what? We're gonna get there. It's going to be all right. Everybody just take a breath. It's going to be okay. You know what I mean? Reset. Yeah. I know one thing we can all agree on this week. F the Chiefs. Let's go. We hate you. We hate the Chiefs. And we're going to beat your ass on Saturday night. Let's do it. Hey, thanks everyone for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey sometimes into the dark side. (laughs) Don't forget, everybody, what happens in Vegas. It started in Oakland. We love you. Much respect to everybody. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. See you bye. See you bye. Good night. You know, you can go on Fanatics and uh, customize your own Jarrett Stidham jersey. So, <laughs> yeah, use our link and use the link. Do it. RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Hit the, the Las there Vegas Raiders button. And go to our T Public page. New merch dropping soon. Did you say buttholes? <laughs> <laughs>
where the hell is Gianluca Morelli from? He said it's four in the morning. He's from Italy. He's in, he's oh, in he's Italy. A, of yeah. course he is. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.